We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here. We're producer Cole, baby. What am I doing here? At the desk. What am I doing? Someone's supposed to be here. Yes. I, where could he? Where could he be? The old man is on baby watch, but calling in so he can still where? lend his opinions. It's WrestleMania week. Control, you like? control your here? control your hot takes. No, no, no. Is really what he's calling in for. This is really the only reason he's calling in. But they cannot be contained. Mm. Because this is my favorite week of the year. Second favorite. NFL draft is my favorite week of the year. Sure. Second favorite. WrestleMania week. We've talked a little bit about it leading into this. This could be one of Dre's last shows before going off and, and being a father of two. So we might as well give our predictions for the whole card today and make this a huge pro wrestling show, which I'm sure everyone loves. Producer Cole Bebe got the computer on the desk. He is ready. He is zoned in. He took notes. Locked He's the in. most prepared man I know right now. Let's bring the old man in, though. Dre, from the comforts of your crib, welcome. You got the bright lights. You look good. That's that busted open money right there. They, the, the whole setup is a little bit different. You big time now. So, I, you know, do we even announce you as the corner podcast, Andreas Hale, or are you like, Busted open radios, Andreas Hell. How do I have to now intro you? Should I change my intro? I'm not responding to any of that shit. Keep <laughs> going. <laughs> I'm sorry to that dumb shit. <laughs> big time right now. Big time in the crib. Nah, congrats, though. I heard the Saturday show. It was uh, very, oh, yeah. very funny. You, friend of the podcast, Ryan McKittle. Big Mac, also holding it yeah, down. That always. Was, friend of the Blue Wire Studio. I was up. Man, they had me get up at five in the morning, man. That was... Talking about pro wrestling after a shitty SmackDown at five in the morning. That, that was I did see that <laughs> on, on Twitter. It was like uh, it was like nine nine Eastern. I went, oh, he's on at nine. Oh, that's not no, he's not not on, on at nine. Nah, that's right and early. Nah, man, early. Yeah, I mean, so, at, at, least, early, at least you had so. at least you were saved by Triple H. Yeah, at least I had Hunter to talk about, which we'll talk about on this show. But man, for the. Uh, second to last SmackDown, that sucked. I'm sure we'll talk a bullshit, but uh, yeah. yeah, you don't want to me is nothing. I'm still corner podcast. <laughs> don't be a jerk, okay? Don't be a jerk. <laughs> He's big time now. 
Big time now. Um, no, nah, so again, we're starting talking about wrestling. Before we dive into the matches and day one, day two, all of that stuff, we do what we always do, right? And that is based off of Dre's week. People, I guess, if you're new to this show, every WrestleMania week, Andres is a madman. And he starts from WrestleMania 1 and goes through every WrestleMania ever. And he just has it mm-hmm. on. He plays them all in order all the way through. It's all right now. It's all right. You, on you my said, TV right now, I'm on WrestleMania 2000. Yep. You said I was prepped. That's preparation right there. Every year. And so it's fresh in his mind when we break it down. Dre, this year, a little different. Ariel Hawani, shout out to Ariel, released his top 10 WrestleManias for WWE and BT Sport. We've heard mine. We've heard yours. I want to start with Ariel's list. And then, since these are all fresh in your mind, we can go through and see where he went wrong. So, number one, WrestleMania 4. He went wrong. (laughs) That was quick. Quick fast. <laughs> number one, WrestleMania 4. Number two, WrestleMania 17. Number three, WrestleMania 6. Four, WrestleMania 1. Five, WrestleMania 10. Six, WrestleMania 9. Seven, WrestleMania 18. Eight, WrestleMania 3. Nine, WrestleMania 14. Ten, WrestleMania 19. 19 was Rock Austin 2. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit low. But all right. It is low. That was the one at Safeco, right? So. Yes, outdoors. Number one, yeah, WrestleMania four. So that's that, that has to be a nostalgia pick, pick. like absolutely a nostalgia pick. There's WrestleMania four is a slog. If you watch WrestleMania four again, it's all about Savage winning the title and kind of Hogan coming in to steal his thunder. But the matches suck for the most <laughs> part. Like I just watched it, I was like, yo, it's not even in my top fifteen manias. But I get the nostalgia pick because Savage won, and Savage is one of my favorites. So I can see why it's on his top ten. But number one, nah, man, that that shit was booty. That's a bad WrestleMania. It's mm-hmm. it's not great. So WrestleMania four again wouldn't be in my top ten. There's no WrestleManias on this list past twenty. Yeah, he's bugging. I have. I'll go through my list. I have past twenty, well, including twenty. I have one, two, three, four, five WrestleManias past twenty. On my top 10. Five. All right. Mm-hmm. So if I had to go, WrestleMania 17 is my number one. Everybody. It should be everybody's it's number everybody one. Everybody's Ariel. Correct. I'm going to text Ariel. He's drunk. There's no <laughs> way. WrestleMania 17 is hands down the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Yes. So X7 is number one on my list. Then we go to WrestleMania 10. I believe is number two. And then WrestleMania 30, which is WrestleMania, it's three. And I have that much three? love, yeah, for WrestleMania 30. Like Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania was incredible. Hmm. 30, 30 should be in a top 10, at least, in my opinion. Yeah, 30's in the, 30's I on love my that top one. I, the I the Bray Wyatt, like, creepy scarecrow entrance was incredible in that one. Um, I think that was Wyatt Cena. And yeah, it was. Yeah, like, it was just so many good matches. I have it higher than the San Fran one, which was also really good with Also, a, a, a criminally underrated 31, in my opinion. Yeah. I feel like that one doesn't quite, yeah. like, 
Trip Sting might have been like the only down part. I don't, I disagree. And Cena beating Rusev, because I think Rusev probably should have. I mean, Rusev came in on the tank, and that was still at the time Cena was still just kind of, you know, the, 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 yeah, the, you know, digging graves. That's, (laughs) that's kind of what he, no, but I thought like, I mean, granted, like, yeah, the, this, the Triple H thing was very much a case of like, you know, you're not coming for the wrestling. You're coming from the nostalgia for it. So you're getting the NWO part and you're getting the DX part. The thing that they had NWO defend Sting. Which why everyone should have jumped. Them. It was weird. There's no doubt. But like, I was like, okay, like WCW is staying. What's a big part of WCW NWO. He was technically in a part of NWO. I will allow it. Is it perfect? No, but like, it would have been like, well, who else was going to come out? Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan, you know, like your options are limited and rest in peace, Scott Hall. But the fact that he took a bump on the outside of the ring Flipping over a guy at like, and this was like just after he'd like come back from kind of like that weird stage that he was in was like uh, that, that still sticks in my head of like, what the, what are you doing? (laughs) He's a madman. You're crazy. Like, uh, like big, big, like big props to him. So like, that was very much like that hit a bunch of nostalgia things for me. Plus I'm a sucker for anything sting nostalgia. I think Dre was there. He went to that one, right? Cause it was was. San Fran and Niners fan. Yep, me and uh, me and Marcus Vandenberg were both there. We both went to 31. So my thing about 31, 31's in my top five. Mm-hmm. 31, like I, uh, the opener was Daniel Bryan winning the IC title in the ladder match. Then you had Orton giving Rollins that ridiculous RKO. Ridiculous. Which yeah. was, Best RKO ever. Which, uh, yeah, still. Like, I know people talk about the one he just did on Gable, but no, this is my favorite RKO of all time because that could have went very bad yeah. very quick. Um, obviously Seth cashing in at the end of the night, probably one of the craziest and it's probably the best ending to a WrestleMania aside from Daniel Bryan winning the title. Um, what else was on that card? I can't remember. Um, yeah, the Wyatt Undertaker with the, with, with the sun wasn't completely down. So that yeah, was kind of weird. Yeah, very. And Wyatt um, should have went over. Yeah, but they already had Brock beat him the year before. I get it. I disagree. I think you're right. It went over. Uh, so the Sting match, I enjoyed it because I was there. So, like, I popped when everybody came out. Me and Marcus went nuts. I've never lo- watched it with commentary since it happened. And in our chat today, I dropped Arn Anderson talking about that particular match with Conrad Thompson on the Arn show. And it, Arn, like, trashes it. I, apparently on the commentary, they just trashed string, Sting through the whole commentary. <laughs> and then he pointed out some other things. He was like, you know, they, they never said it was a no-DQ match. Uh, Conrad explains that Kevin Nash didn't know he was doing a run-in until he got to San Francisco. Like, he didn't know until the day of. So they changed all this stuff on the fly. There And then after, I think, Hunter uses like a sledgehammer, Sting shakes his hand at the end of the match. It was like a burial for Sting. So in, in retrospect, it looks like shit. Mm. But being there, like, I popped. I, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. I, I too, also I, watched that match with it. no commentary. So, yeah, I was sports entertained. Yeah. I, yeah, it was good. You know, I'm not a sting guy. So <laughs> this is true. It was, it was one you gotta of those. You got to stop. You're bugging. Yeah, I mean, he's growing yeah, up. Yeah, you got to stop not being a stinger. Yeah. Uh, well, he's no, crazy. So, he's crazy old man sting now. It's different. He is. Now, now I can't say shit about Sting. Like, props in matches with the Hardys who are also crazy. Um, the the <laughs> glaring, the glaring thing on Ariel's list is number six, WrestleMania nine. 
to me might be the worst WrestleMania awful. ever. I think There's it two, is. That's two bad WrestleManias. Nine and two are horrible. They're like unwatchable to be bad. Like nine is so bad because oh, two is Mr. the King end is trash. Well, yeah, the boxing match which yeah, is terrible. Was and Bundy and Hogan, yo, two is terrible. But nine, so nine you have Hulk Hogan with that shiner and Brutus Beefcake against Money Inc. and ends in a DQ. And then Hogan comes back after Yoko beats Brett with assault and then squashes Yoko in like three seconds to become champ again. Right. I fucking hate that wrestling. Make no sense. Could have made Yoko. Yoko was... Isn't that the one where uh, Undertaker fights... Uh, Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez. One of the worst matches I've ever seen. One of Undertaker's uh, many in the streak. Uh, you know, yes. one of his most renowned, people, Giant Gonzalez. People forget about that, that one. I used to have a Giant Gonzalez... Uh, action figure. Okay. I thought you were going to say a child. else. No, I did not have the body suit. did not have the body suit. With the fake hair? Uh, all right. With the fur? Okay. All right. Nah, nah. That would, that would have been all bad. But yeah, Giant Gonzalez, hands down, one of the worst workers ever. Legend. I mean, they're, they're, they're pushing. WWE yeah. legend, Giant Gonzalez. They're trying Gonzalez. To, to push that nowadays, though. Like, they're, they're letting some questionable you, people. You know what's weird? Questionable spot. Ariel left off, uh, Ariel left off WrestleMania 20, which I get why some people would leave it off because it's it's Benoit, mm-hmm. you know, in the main event. But that is a fucking incredible match. The triple threat. Oh, him, Michaels, Triple H. And Trips. Yeah. And, and Hunter, yeah. An integral and part of Triple H's story. Yeah. yeah. And then you got, you know, Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero on that card. Like, that card is a great fucking card. The Rocket Side Connection lose to uh, Evolution. Like, that's Cena a great card, but I get why some Cena people. opened against Big Yeah, he won the U.S. title. Yep, that was his first yep. title. Rob Van Dam and Booker T tagged against the Dudley Boys. Um, Christian Jericho, which got 14 minutes. That match was dope. Evolution, yeah, Rock and yeah. Sock. There's, I mean, outside of Playboy Evening Gown it's match, a- which was three minutes. Yeah. Oh, this yeah, one, that's well. because this is the Goldberg-Brock Lesnar match. Which was atrocious. Yeah, it sucked. And they Yo, got every WrestleMania's got a shitty match. Yeah, yeah but every WrestleMania's got a shitty match. That had no that reason is, being that, that bad. Oh, and then Taker Kane, which is a horrible match. Like, well, that was, was and that was, but that was Taker co- going back to the dead or like the the evil wizard stage. Of yes, his, he was he was done with American Badass. Thank God. So like his hair wasn't quite long enough yet. To like really pull it off yet, but like he had all the druids and all that stuff. That was just like a we need Kane out here to just like bury Kane. And that's another thing wrong with Taker at WrestleMania 31 against Bray Wyatt. He had the bad extensions. Like they had like clipping extensions yeah, yeah, to give him like the long hair. It was all bad. I do remember that. I do. The only reason I remember that match kind of fondly uh, was just the fact that like Taker looked so out of it in that Lesnar match and to like see him get concussed and like see him just like really not know where he was. Like it was a bit of a return to form match because it was a decent match. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can talk about how Bray Wyatt all day got to, yeah. got the great buildups for WrestleMania and then never went on top except uh-huh. in, except in one. And that was the pandemic WrestleMania. Oh, against Cena. And that, that thing was great. 
I, I, I mean, I, I talk about how much I love like Final Deletion and all that stuff. So I, I ate that. I ate that shit for breakfast. It's great. <laughs> that was one of the best manias I can remember too. That pandemic, pandemic mania was Ooh. great. I, I don't, I, I'm, I wasn't a fan of like so? the rest of the mania. I just liked yeah. that match. I, I really liked that mania. I mm-hmm. thought it was, I thought it was dope for mm-hmm. it being two days. I, I thought it, they pulled it off well. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would, I would agree no. with Andreas here. No. What did, you like? watch what did you like? What did you like? I'll pull it card right now. Watch it. It sucks. Oh, the, they had the, the triple threat ladder match for the tag titles with just three people in it. Yeah. Other, other than that, John Cena, other than John Cena being a total right. weirdo for twenty minutes, that was weird. That was the best part. And Gronkowski yeah, was not, there winning the twenty four seven title. Yeah, it's not a good mania. Oh, like God, Charlotte yeah, and, and Rhea King Ripley Corbin. was probably. It's fucking bad. You were drunk. Drew Mac. I, I mean, I was. You joined Ariel. Drew Mac won the, won the title. Yeah, it's, it's not a good mania, man. Sami Zayn won the IC. I mean, maybe it's not that great. That ladder match was cool. Part, and, Kevin Owens versus Seth was cool. And once again, part of it, not its fault. Yeah, uh, there was a pandemic Goldberg. going on. Champion Goldberg. Yeah. Oh, God. Wasn't yes. that right after, like, he won it in Saudi? Yeah. That was atrocious. Strowman, not even Yeesh. with the company anymore. Went over and got cut. And then Taker Styles. That's bad. Taker Styles. Okay, Taker Styles was awesome. That's true. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was fun. fun. That was fun. Again, Flair, another match that was doing the whole final deletion thing. Yeah, I, Flair beat Rhea. Alistair Black beat Bobby Lashley. That nobody one. remembers that. Otis beat Dolph Ziggler. That was a fun storyline. That was that yeah, Otis. No, that mania sucks. Edge Randy Orton, last week yeah. standing. That was dumb long. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Give it to you. Yeah, not a good mania. Not a good great. mania that's left off of this. Well, is it on his list? Let me look. I'm looking at Ariel's 23, list. 23, I no, don't even not. remember. Like, I don't know. I'm looking through WrestleManias. I don't remember 23 at all. Wasn't 23, uh, was that Michael Cena? Yes. I don't even remember that match happening. I couldn't that, tell that you. Great. I couldn't the, tell you. The, ma- the match that, 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 like, got Chris Jericho back into wrestling, I believe, is, like. Michael Cena? It's like, he saw that. He was like, well, shit, these guys are good. I'm All right. I'm getting out of this band. Let's go. And he like kind of came back and did his next, like his, his, uh, his corporate run. Wow. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 23. I watched it at a titty bar. <laughs> Out here in Vegas. Yeah. I think I went to the Olympic Garden. 23 was great. Wife, yeah. 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 <laughs> me and my wife went with me too. Me and my wife was at the titty bar. So you got, you get shaking ass and tits and super kicks. Hits and super kicks. Get the merch ready. Damn, put that on a shirt. Vince, where are you? Yes. <laughs> where you at, Vince? No, uh, uh, so what's the but, one uh, missing? Uh, well, one that could have been, well, it's on my top 10. It's WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania 3, obviously, should be on this list because Steamboat, uh, Steamboat Savage is, how can you not have that that match alone? This is a fun right mania. Uh, WrestleMania 8, if you take out the main event, which was Sid versus Hogan, but you ended up with Savage and Flair, and and uh, what else was on that card? Savage and Flair. Oh, my was, God. was a banger, but it should have been Flair. Flair. It should have been Flair, Hogan. Whatever. Yeah, it should have been, but when you look at it, eh, it probably shouldn't have been. Because Flair-Hogan was a dream match, but I don't think it was going to be good. <laughs> There's nothing you could do to save that match. 
That match is going to suck. He does have he does have WrestleMania three on here, but it's at number eight. Yeah, yeah, that's kind. I mean, you know, and I mean, yeah, three fine. three I has like the it. iconic moment that gets played in every montage in All front right, of so, eight billion yeah. people in the Pontiac Silverdome. <laughs> Now, he, WrestleMania uh, you know, 8 had Taker, one. Jake Roberts, Hart Piper. Um, Hart Piper. That's it. Hart Savage, Piper for the IC title. Savage Flair. Tatanka versus Rick Martel. Natural Disaster. That. Owen Hart defeated Skinner. I'm not sure. This wasn't great outside of those two. No, but Flair, Flair Savage, because of the storyline, uh, Flair with, you know, that's, Flair, that's Flair's only WrestleMania. Yeah. Flair had the, the, the Elizabeth pictures and was teasing that shit. The promo he cuts after the match is incredible, but Piper and Brett was fucking fantastic. That that is a Brett. those are that's like a two match show. It's kind of like Austin and Brett being a one match show at thirteen. Yeah, like I just watched thirteen again. Thirteen stinks except for that match, <laughs> which is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. Might so be one the, match show. That match. I mean, it's a top three WrestleMania. It's it's my number one. That's my number one WrestleMania match. Yes. So probably. You don't like the. Might like, be my favorite match. match. Which no, still has no. like a spot in my heart. But I, I no, understand. I don't like that. Most people go what? Sean Taker 2 as the best matchup. I, I still think uh, Sean Taker 1 is better than Sean Taker two? 2. Yeah. I mean, take, they're both. They're both really good. They're yeah, both one, really good. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, that, one that first one, the fa- I think I think it's like a matter of like. Two had the expectations of like, well, this was really good the first time. But like the first time was just, it was, it was classic Shawn Michaels. It was classic steal the show. He had the, the entrance, uh, he had the freaking entrance yep. with, uh, with the, with the all white Undertaker garb <laughs> coming down from, from the Titan Tron. Like that, that was awesome. That was so good. And then yeah, Taker almost dying because of a cameraman. Yeah. There's so many things in that match that are just like, and that was like the first, that was like, maybe not the first time, but like those false finishes in an Undertaker match were like, had that weight to it yes. that it didn't really have before of, of Sean kicking out of the tombstone and just like the look on Undertaker's face is That's, so freaking iconic. It's so good. when they really started buying into the streak. Yes. And yes. like the streak ending. Because yes. before then it was just Taker just correct. Yeah. But like the streak was a thing. So it added to every near fall, like after that. Yeah. Uh, tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. What else? Another WrestleMania that's missed for the list is uh, 28. 28 is Roxena, which was probably easily as much bullshit that they're trying to tell us that Brock and Roman is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah. Bullshit. Roxena won. Was the like the biggest WrestleMania match of all time? Yeah, that's that was ridiculously big. But everybody forgets the other match on that card was the Hell in the Cell match between Triple H and Taker. End of an era with Shawn Michaels as the ref. Yes, incredible match, dude. That match is incredible. That's the one time that I was sold that the streak was over. The pedigree super kick combo. Oh, I yeah. knew with Shawn as the over. ref. When he kicks out of that and Sean's reaction goes to the corner like the turnbuckle, so good. It's so good. <laughs> that it, sell it is incredible. so well, good. I'm sure we'll get into Triple H, but again, like that's another one of those. Just like you don't have this without him, and it's just like God. 
it's so good. It's so yeah. good. Big Show defeated yeah. Dashing Cody Rhodes on that. I, th- I think I the thing that, that, that maybe sours that, um, that, like, that match a little bit is the fact that they build it as, like, never before, never again, Cena Rock, and then they did it a year later. Did it a year later. But they, like, teased it that night. That, like, yo, we're running it back. It was a straight year build. Or it was, like, the next night on Raw. They were like, yo, we're... No, we're- they didn't because... They, they have mentioned it, but it's, it really didn't kick into high gear until the Royal Rumble when Cena won. Because then Rock beat Punk. Yeah, they made it a title match for Punk. no reason. Yeah. That, that's just, yeah. Yo, and that's one of the worst WrestleManias I've ever been to. I've been to two of the terrible WrestleManias. I've been, I went to that WrestleMania at MetLife. It was brick. And everybody knew Cena was going to be Rock. So it didn't matter. Even though Punk versus Taker was incredible on that card. The other WrestleMania I went to that sucked was... 29? Whichever one with The Miz and Cena. Oh, God, oh, the WrestleMania. Style. With The Rock that hosting? Promo, though. Love that promo. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was... No, the promo, The Miz promo. Uh, one more before we move on. Uh, this is my first WrestleMania I ever went to was 21. And I'm very partial to 21, not just because I was there. It's that Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Mm. And that was stupid good. Oh, one of the best matches. And and Undertaker's streak was kind of a thing at this time. And Randy Orton flipped out of a choke slam and turned it into an RKO. And I thought the streak was over. <laughs> no, that was. Damn, I feel like we, that is when the streak really came into beat because then Randy Orton was the legend killer. So yep. that kind of yep. like put the streak over. It's the coronation of oh, that, that feud. By the way, that feud is so underrated. Orton yeah. Undertaker. Oh, oh so good. Cena versus JBL. I hated JBL. Yeah. So that was the creation of Super Cena. <laughs> and then Batista beats Triple H, and that was the year with the contract and the thumbs down. Oh. So that build yeah. was great. That was the main event. Yeah, that was main event. First money, first money in the bank ladder match was oh, with Edge. Also. Yeah, Shelton yeah. Benjamin had crazy ass spots in that. Yep. Match. And Kane That's randomly in there. Um, Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. Was that the yep. the Dominic on a pole match? No, it was just straight. Like, it was the, a match. like for the custody? I think no. that was a SummerSlam. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the custody yeah. battle. All right. That was SummerSlam. <laughs> I know. It's I'm still there. waiting for that to turn its its head Yo, with the Mysterios so right now. When's that going to come into play? When he's just like, yeah. Eddie, I don't know. Eddie Guerrero's my real dad. Yeah. Oh, they brought it back. Like, it would be classic WWE. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for a disco, you know. Uh, Eddie Guerrero's my poppy, and then I'm sold. That's all you need That's to do. It. My real poppy. My I, poppy. I, I would just like to say, as far as that MetLife WrestleMania, I was I was living in the area at the time. I did not go to that WrestleMania, but clearly the best match of that weekend was a Joey Janela spring break between Invisible Man and Invisible Stan, and everyone should go watch that. Yes, sir. incredible match. <laughs> incredible match. <laughs> the, the ref was the MVP, Bryce, Bryce Ramsberg, right? Of the week, immediately yeah. goaded. Greatest thing I've ever seen. Everyone, it's on YouTube. Everyone should go search that because it's worth it's worth your time. Yes, you might see me. I am in there for a little bit. <laughs> um, man, we don't even have time to go through all the secondary cards and everything. Like ROH running their card, Tony Khan promising some big things this uh, WrestleMania week. Once that all happens, I'm sure like next week we'll chop it up. Uh, Dre's here on the call in. We'll talk to Dre if it is a baby o'clock already for him. Me and Cole will talk about it, but so many good matches during the entire WrestleMania week coming up this week that it's going to be so fun to watch these and uh, really take in all of the events. If you guys can support all of those events, GCW, um, The Collective, there's 
just ROH going down there. I think there's a New Japan show, like a New Japan US show down there. So many good wrestling matches. Cash Indy Promotions, if you guys are in Dallas for this. Let's hit a quick break. Come back and start actually breaking down the card. We're going to start with night one. Yeah. Take a break. Go to night two. Don't sound so enthusiastic, Frank. Already. There, See this? There is a card? There is. Wait, WrestleMania is this weekend? Wait. Somewhat of a card. Wait, it is? Cold. Don't be too surprised and shocked. We oh. find out there's no secondary titles. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. All right, everybody, we are back. Time to talk day one of WrestleMania. Before we get to that, though, Dre, Triple H officially announces his retirement on the Stephen A. Smith show, ESPN, gang, gang. But I thought he had been retired from in-ring, right? And, and does it matter when someone retires anymore from pro wrestling? Specifically the WWE, where we've even seen the greatest of all time, Shawn Michaels, come back and have one match as balding Shawn Michaels? Like, do retirements count for anything? Uh, I think Hunter's does. I think Triple H, because he has a defibrillator in his chest and damn near died. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's done. His, his is a... Uh, yeah, I mean, the same thing, because I was like, I assumed he had retired. I assumed, like, what, what his last match would have been 2021 Street Fight against Randy Orton on Raw, and nobody cares. Right, like, because nobody remembers that match. Yeah. I do for whatever reason. But uh, <laughs> I think the the bigger issue was hearing that you know he, he had this near death experience and he's got a defibrillator in his chest and he can't w- wrestle anymore, so it's over. And it's like uh, the people start talking about his legacy and what he gave to the business and where does he go from here? I don't know, but I think that he should be in the Hall of Fame next year. Him and Rock should go in next year, not necessarily together, but on the same bill. And it could be just those two yeah. in Hollywood would be the way to go. Um, but I'm curious where, where what he does now, because obviously NXT 2.0 is not his, as we can see from every week how bad the show is. Um, and it, clearly Vince is still running Raw and SmackDown. So I don't know where he fits in with the company anymore. Uh, if anybody heard me on Busted Open Radio, I alluded to it. I was like, you know what? If he really wanted to, I'd like to see him start his own promotion and see yeah. what would happen. But you can't do it because you, you know, you're married to the boss of daughter. That's, that's <laughs> too much bullshit. Uh, but he's got a lasting legacy. You know, there's a lot of he's one of the names that no, he's not quite on the Mount Rushmore, but I think his career is a little underrated. Uh, I know a lot of people liking him to burying people with the you know Booker T match, for instance. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't think he made all those decisions by himself, right? It's not like he booked all of his own matches. But it sucked, kind of like how Cena, when he kind of buried everybody. But you also got to think that Triple H put over Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. Triple H put over Benoit in in WrestleMania 20. Uh, He he got beat by Cena, but everybody got beat by Cena. Um, He shouldn't have beat Sting, but whatever. I won't blame him for that. Uh, Lost to Sean. He's been part of... He's lost a lot at Mania. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, if you look at it, him and Shawn Michaels' feud, when Shawn Michaels came back, Shawn Michaels needed to trust somebody, and he trusted Hunter with that feud. It ended up being an incredible feud. Triple H has had some really, really tremendous feuds. 
And I will go on record saying, I think we don't talk about it enough. He's one of the best on the microphone, period. He never misses when he cuts a promo. And he's been off. doing this for almost 30 years. <laughs> he's, he's good. I mean, if you go back and look at the when, when Punk was doing the Summer of Punk stuff, yes, the stuff with Vince was good, but the stuff with Hunter was, might have been better. You look at Triple H when he was feuding with Orton, when Orton was punk kicking the whole family, and I think they had a fight in Hunter's house, and Hunter threw him out the window, and they fought on the lawn. Promos they cut there were great. Uh, Triple H and Rollins was really great when Triple H said the only people who are sellouts are poor people because they don't understand what it's like to sell out. That was great. He's great on the microphone. He's just got a tremendous legacy. Uh, I hate, I'm glad that he went out like this and then, you know, trying to wrestle another match and just be terrible. Yeah. Like Undertaker and Goldberg continue to do. But he's, he's one of the greatest wrestling minds that we have seen. Because if it wasn't for him, we don't have NXT. And if we don't have NXT, we really don't have AEW. Yeah. No, I mean, throughout, I mean, the man was in DX. Everyone was crotch chopping. Every, to this yeah. day, people crotch chop. I once got in trouble at school and got detention for three days in elementary school for going out to the playground and telling someone to suck it in front of my gym teacher. The, the gym teacher was not a pro wrestling fan. So he did not take that in the best of context. Did not understand the context. Did not. Did not. So uh, context clues were lost in that exchange. And yeah, I got, you know, three days of detention. But so worth it. I mean, just that lasting legacy, everything he's done after that evolution, talk about putting people over, put Batista over at WrestleMania. Um, Batista or in, I mean, made stars of these people. He's very smart. Uh, yes, he has favorites. I, I think that is clear, right? Like he's part of the clique. They, they never hid that. If you are a Triple H guy, you're pretty well made. If you aren't, then it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, I got a lot to say as far as Triple H is, is concerned. Uh, I, I think like he's, uh, this kind of starts with like the fact that he is kind of like the main plot device of one of my favorite videos that's ever been made of all time called wrestling. Isn't wrestling. It's made by Max Landis, son of John Landis. Yep. It's a YouTube video. It's 24 minutes long. Please go watch this video. It is, it's entertaining. It's great. But basically, he breaks down how Triple H is one of the most interesting characters in any television show. And it's so spot on. And it is so good that it's just, it makes, Triple H is a fascinating character. And he always has been. And he's done it for 30 years. And my favorite part of that, as far as like the thesis of that video is like at the time when he's in DX and Sean leaves, and it's like Triple H is like, okay, here we go. It's my time. This is it. But he's behind The Rock. He's behind Stone Cold. He's behind Chris Jericho. Max literally looks at the camera and he goes, you might be able to describe him as a B-plus player, <laughs> which, of course, became Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah. And it was always this character fascination of how his character was this person who th- looked in the mirror and he saw someone who was, like, tougher than everybody else, the ultimate badass, the game, Triple H, but really, like, in his character and in, in his heel work, he was the person who was always trying to stop everybody from getting what he wanted, and he would go to any means necessary to do it. He would cheat. He would have all, you know, the road dog and <laughs> and, and, and Xbox. They'd all run in and do stuff. He'd have that version of DX, China. 
And then all, and then obviously Stephanie was a big part of that and being corporate and you know, the fact that it was always like this idea of like, he thought he was this bigger person, but everyone saw like saw him as no, you're just, you're weaseling your way to the top. And like, he gets flack for that. Right. But also it was so necessary to his character that like it ended, it ended up being the perfect mix of, of everything kind of coming together between like whatever you thought of his wrestling and real life Triple H and his character all blended together perfectly to create a 30 year legacy that you don't, there's so many moments in wrestling that you don't, you don't have without Triple H. Yeah. You, you can't take him out. We don't, we're not talking about people like Randy Orton is the same way we are. We're not talking about people like Batista the way we are. Even the way that he helped, you know, revive Ric Flair's career late with evolution. Sean. Shawn Michaels. And he was so instrumental to Sean's comeback. We don't have under, we just talked about Taker and Sean. We don't have those two matches. We certainly don't have end of an era match without that kind of character building. And then even in his work in the authority was so integral to Daniel Bryan having that moment and creating that crazy, that craziness of WrestleMania 30. And then Seth Rollins. And Seth like, Rollins as well. Because he's the reason Seth turned on the shield. Tri- and- tri- yeah, Triple H, like we like and Andreas was putting it perfectly, is like, would we would you necessarily put him on the Mount Rushmore of like wrestlers? He's probably not gonna get there, right? But I liken him to like in a in baseball sense, like he's the closer. Yeah. He is like the guy you bring in, okay, you need to lock this shit down, Triple H, because you know what you're getting. And you know you're going to get something good for the most part. And he's so integral to everything that's going on. Um, I just like you think about just the 30 years. It's just it's unbelievable. It just uh, just to think about his career and his impact on wrestling in those 30 years and going forward. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does from here on out. I, I got something else to add. I got something else to add to that because like, we mentioned all those people. Like Cole, you mentioned Orton, Flair, Batista, Rollins. Know who else got a super rub from Triple H? Stephanie McMahon. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. If you, if you remember, if you remember, the angle was uh, Vince McMahon was sacrificing his daughter to get back at Austin. Yep. With uh, you know Undertaker kidnapping, and then Stephanie got her dad back by marrying Hunter, <laughs> and that became that angle, and it, it made Stephanie because she was with Hunter all that time. She was able to build her evil character who became a mainstay on the roster and learning the business and being one of the most hated women in the company through Triple H. Yep. One other name, Kevin Owens would have never got signed to mm-hmm. WWE if Triple H wasn't there. There would be no Kevin Owens. Mr. Man did not ever see anything in that guy. And, and, he, and Triple H signed him. He got an immediate boost to the roster. He beat Cena, mm-hmm. which is not by accident. And then I guess he redefined what a pro wrestler can look like, right? Like Kevin Owens is one of those guys and and Triple H was a big advocate for Kevin Owens, Ben Balor. You just go down the list. The man's feuds were excellent. So yeah, that guy's got a legacy, man. Like you can hate him. I still hate the Booker T match, but I can't blame Triple H for all that. And and, and I think I saw someone on Twitter mention like, you know, straight up in a wrestling match is Triple H like the best in, in ring guy. No, but God, is he good when the match involves stipulations or blood? He's a oh, so yeah. good a when, like when both of those get though. inserted in, it's, you know, then it's story time with Triple H and story time with Triple H. He, he's talk about a guy who understands 
like ring psychology. Cerebral. Cerebral assassin. Listen, man. It's, yes. Uh, Dre always argues that you can take Undertaker away from WWE and WWE keep taking, right? Like, he's not integral into the story of WWE. If you had to tell it in, like, 16 chapters, you can take the Undertaker chapter away and be fine. Yeah. You can't do that with Triple H. Nah, he's way too involved. Uh, so real quick before we move on to WrestleMania, what is your favorite Triple H match? Favorite ever. Triple H Foley Street Fight? Yep, that's the one. It's probably my favorite. That's the one. That's the <laughs> one. That, for me, that's the one. It's the one because but prior to that, Triple H was the funny guy. Prior to that, Triple yep. H was... He was DX, but, you know, he had his feud with The Rock, the ladder match, uh, where he won the IC title, which is memorable. But he was still kind of viewed as, like, pretty well. We're going to have to talk about Mick Foley one day because Mick is the guy that you go to when you say, I'm a badass. And then Mick's like, all right, work with me. And then Mick fucks you up, and you might win the match. Orton, Triple H, Edge, all got the Foley rub. Rock. All all three of them. Yeah, they changed all of their careers. Yeah, so it's like, but that's my favorite. Foley, Foley, uh, Triple H Street Fight. That shit was brutal. Honestly, it was brutal. If, it, Triple H, if, it, was if it wasn't for mankind, Undertaker's gimmick might have gotten stale. Because it wasn't a gimmick made for the Attitude Era. You want to talk well, about the rub? The mankind <laughs> brought it from the gimmicky comic book era to like a real life era. And his feud with Mankind transitioned him and allowed him to stay in that character for another five years when it, you probably get stale and blow up the character if it wasn't for Mankind to feud with, with Undertaker. And Hell in the Cell and everything. Person. And that, that huge thing extended Taker's character. The American Badass would have had to come yep. six years before that. Yeah, it gave time to prep Kane. Yep. Like, Mankind came with Paul Bearer and it gave them enough time to build towards... Kane, because if I, well, we talk about the Hell in the Cell match, if anybody remembers, that was a cold match. That match was happening, and people were like, why the fuck is this match happening? Because <laughs> their feud had ended like a year earlier, and they just booked it on the show, and then, you know, Taker throws Big Foley to hell, <laughs> and then we're all talking about this match like it was one of the greatest stories. No, it was a shit story heading into that match, and it just ended up being the biggest stunt in pro wrestling, and it made Taker much bigger, and then, we, yes, we obviously we got Kane, and we got... American badass, and we're talking about Taker as like one of these great wrestlers, yada yada. yada. But it extended his gimmick, Foley. yeah, with, without falling. So, I, yeah, I think, I think, an end of an era, I think, is still my favorite Triple H match. Just and that's, that's just so dead. That's that. That's that might be cheating because it includes John and and, and Undertaker, but like it's just the the three the stars aligning is is so good. That opening trips Daniel Bryan match from WrestleMania 30 mm-hmm. is really damn good. And like even him beating the shit out of Daniel Bryan after the match and like injuring him further and like heel tactics. And you talk about like how that dragged on throughout the night. If you're like, can he come back? It set up so much for that night. I like that match better than the final match where Orton, Daniel Bryan, Batista. yeah, on Orton Batista and Daniel Bryan. I, I thought the trips match was a better match that night for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I thought that was his better of the two matches. So, no, it Trips, um, amazing career. Again, WWE changes so much all the time that he may get another shot. You know, like they brought, I mean, 
you, you look how many different people come in at one time three years ago, you didn't have Pritchard even in the mix, right? Like you had two people running the different shows and everything's different. Now we have Bruce Pritchard with Vince. And then you, you don't know who's going to be the guy running stuff and calling the shots in three years or what it's going to look like. Three years ago, it looks like it was going to be a, a super indie. Right. And then now it looks like it's going to be 1988 again. And then this might not work and the numbers might not match and the shareholders might not like it. And you might have to transition if AEW starts catching them and they got to go back to being a super indie again. You, you never know. So you don't know what Trips' role is going forward um, and how sports entertainment and pro wrestling change. So I, I think there's always going to be a role for a guy like that. Because he knows how to do all of it. So I can't wait to see what he does next. Dre, you've been trying to put this off. We got to do it. We got to talk about night one of WrestleMania. Because <laughs> we can find a million different tangents. It's time to dig into the match card. Going to run straight down how they have it listed on here. I'd be shocked if this didn't open it, though. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Best match on the card. It's the best match of night one. It's the best build yeah. of night one. The Bianca injury is definitely a play like out of your book. You love when people get hurt. You, granted, you would have had to get this. you would have had to get hurt like two months ago. You like to milk an injury yeah. angle. So the fact that it happened like a week ago might make you a little upset. But you love a good injury angle. Yeah, I like a good injury angle when you do it right, right? Like they did this because they ran out of shit for them to do. <laughs> like they like they WWE has this huge problem, right? And we can compare it to AEW. And if you guys think I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. AEW, when you get a, a title match, the, for those next few weeks, they don't work each other in various different ways. No. Building up to that match, right? They kind of keep them away from each other. They may cut a promo. There may be like some kind of brawl. But for the most part, Paige and Cole, going off of this previous AEW pay-per-view, they didn't work a match against each other. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, what has Bianca been doing? She wrestled Dewdrop like five times, it felt like. There was also there was always some kind of interaction with Becky. They ran out of shit for her to do. So yeah. they gave her an injury angle. I like injury angles when they make sense, when it's time to get somebody off of TV. You're heading into WrestleMania. What are you getting off of TV for? This is stupid. This is, a, this is dumb. But I still think the match will deliver. And I, if, if Bianca doesn't win, we're going to have to riot. I, think I, Becky I don't understand why we did all this shit. That'll be leave a bad taste in my mouth if we go that route. I think even in speaking of the injury angle, it's just entirely unnecessary, right? I mean, I feel like the story here kind of has the most natural build to it, right? Oh, you took me by surprise at SummerSlam, and we did that dumb crap where you went over in basically a squash match. And like I've been working, scratching, clawing, fighting, dewdrop eight times in two weeks to get back to this point where I'm in the championship picture and it's against you. I'm out for revenge. That's all it needs to be. Right. That's, that's it. It's simple. It, it could all be. Doesn't so need simple. an injury. Like it just seems like, I mean, again, it's again, it's television and they're trying to, they're trying to buy filler, but yeah, I just feel like the story was way easier to tell. It's another thing for her to overcome. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Like if you're a baby face, okay, now you have to overcome not only scratching and clawing, she sees you as a threat, so now she has to injure you to make sure you're not there. Like Dre said, though, it really only makes sense if you win. Because if you lose, then it's all for naught. 
but I feel like they're dumb enough to have her lose. And that's just where I'm at. I, I think she's going to lose the match. I think Becky will win, and they look at it as like, oh, we have backlash. And then we can run this back, and Bianca can win a backlash. When no one cares about backlash. This dude. I almost feel like the opposite okay. is oh. maybe more liable to happen. Bianca wins, and then backlash. Becky gets it back. Just hot potato? It's, I mean, it's all bad, right? Like, first of all, Becky shouldn't even be in this fucking match. Right? Ooh. If we want to be completely honest, it should be Becky and Ronda. Becky should have never went heel. They panic booked their way into this and they haven't really figured it out. Becky's done the best with what she's had. I can't I can't blame Becky for any of this. This character's not but bad. She's for not her, really, by the way. No, but she's not really a heel either. It's really hard yep. for fans to boo her. Like she's trying really hard. I give her so much credit for that because everybody loves Bianca. She's not really a heel. <laughs> Whereas when we get to Charlotte and Ronda, they're both heels. And one of them was trying to be a baby face and the shit ain't working. Oh, that so promo? it doesn't make any sense. Wait, wait until we get the there. The drizzling wait, shit. Wait till We're going to get there. Oh, my God. We're going to get there. Uh, but, right. but I think the... Uh, hold on. Okay. I think that Bianca should win. If Bianca doesn't win, it'd be ridiculous. But I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, even the injury angle is bullshit because they're doing this like, will she? She's out for an indefinite period of time. I bet you she's back for WrestleMania. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Like, who are you fooling? Oh, no. She's going to jump her this week on Monday Night Raw, and then it'll be on. But I, I don't know. Again, to your point with AEW, what makes it good in how they're, like, fluid between these feuds, even when one ends, is because they don't have Dewdrop drop game beat five weeks in a row. Right? They... They have, even if someone gets beat, you beat a different person every week. So their record really never gets that tainted. Right. Because then, even then, they use AW Dark or they use other things to pad their records in other ways. So when it comes back up and it's time to get a new challenger, it's like, yeah, yo, you lost to Bianca, do drop. But you've been beating everyone else. So now your record is technically like 13 and one. Yeah. So when Bianca wins the title, You'd be like, yo, you got me, but it was once. Let's get it. Because yeah. I'm still beating everyone else. And you're like, that's a sensible feud. Like, yo, the, the heel is just like, I beat everyone, but I couldn't beat her, the baby face. I'm going to chase her, torment her, and, and get that back. Like, they do something like that that's very good. Or if you're a baby face, you work your way up to the title, you lose, but you're still getting baby face wins elsewhere so you can still stay in the picture. The rest of the women's roster is inactive. Inactive. We'll get to, we'll get to that in a little bit. But so, they're not quite inactive. They've just been kind of tossed into something. But we'll get to that. That is also true. <laughs> but it's just like, yo, if you just had them face random people every week and you just mix and match, mix and match, you can at least gauge by the fans, like, okay, this person got a better reaction. Like maybe Liv Morgan when she faced Bianca got a better reaction than Dewdrop when she faced Bianca for the fifth time. Or yeah, you know, like, and you gauge and you'd be like this person should be the next feud or this person may be ready to challenge one of our heel champions. Cause as a baby face on baby face with Bianca, they did a handshake at the end. The crowd popped. She's ready to go. And you, you can understand who's next. They don't, they never do that right. at all. Or when they do, they ignore it. Like Naomi gets pops every time and they ignore it. Just 
cool, put it into the title picture. Let it run a little bit, even if she loses at the end. But they don't, they don't understand how to do that, or they don't care. Well, AEW keeps track with the records. I think that's the one good thing about that idea is is, is, is it like, and it's not necessarily about the records. It's just about like being able to go like, oh, hey, someone's won a bunch in a row, right? If you're trying to build somebody up, like they they threw like they, uh, was it, was Jay Lethal? Who, who, is, who was he going against most recently? Um, not Stars. Adam Cole. Yeah, he was going against Adam Cole because like Jay Lethal had just been yep. racking up wins yep. over on Dark. And like doing stuff, and like they're able to bring in Lethal to be like, "Hey, do you want a sick match? Yeah. All right, here comes Jay Lethal, and we'll throw him in with. Oh, I got an idea, Adam Cole. Yeah, like, because they were ranked like number one and two. Or yeah, two or exactly. Yeah. So like, and it stops you from having like uh, do drop uh, again because that's not good for her either to no. get beaten five right. times in a row at all. So, but um, Becky wins. Yeah, give me Becky. Not happy with it, but Becky wins. All right. You know, <laughs> Dre, Dre sticking to his Bianca Belair pick. Um, I, I agree with you. That's what I want to see, Dre. I, I just don't think we're seeing it. And then we have Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. I don't care. This is the split. It should have been split already. We've been saying that for six months. This is it. One, Logan Paul's a celebrity. He's going to win. Dominic Mysterio turns on his father. If they don't do it now, don't do it at all. And the kid can't wrestle. So I, I don't know what you want him to do. All right, here you go. Here it is. Logan Paul. He's about to get beat. He's about to get 619 or something. I don't know. And he looks right at Dominic. He takes off his shirt. He's got an Eddie Guerrero shirt underneath. Dominic, brain just explodes. He's just like, what? Eddie? Wait. That's my dad. And he beats up Ray, and they win. Like Boom. I booked it. <laughs> I like it. Ray, where are you standing on this? psychology? Look, the, what, the, what should happen is Ray and Dominic should break up. Yeah, the Miz should win. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. I hope it does. But hmm. for whatever the fucking reason, they won't turn Dominic heel. And look, he's getting a little bit better as a wrestler. But to see him on this card and to see like certain people being left off of this card and mm. all these celebrities, like no I get the celebrities, right? I get no U.S. champions. Stop! Don't no. We can't even go gonna, there. We're yet. not doing that yet. Because that that makes me sick. There's My boy Ricochet no finally got a title. He can't even get on WrestleMania. No, he can't. Well, okay, fine. Look, listen. What did I tell you? Like when they, when they turned Damian Priest heel for Finn Balor, I told you it was for nothing, and yeah. it's for nothing. They put him in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on. WrestleMania SmackDown. Oh, fuck out of here. Like, that, that shit ain't, that's ridiculous. How do you have two, why don't you care about your mid-card titles? I don't know. Those two, those two, you're supposed to build towards that. And it's, they it's, can't get on the show? Come on. And th- those have been some of the greatest matches at these WrestleManias. The senility of having the voice of one be 76, 77 years old is starting to show. And that means hold on, hold on. for a long time. How about time. this? How about this? How about this? Look, first of all, I have my Scott, my Hall and Oates shirt on, right? Hey, that is terrific. That's incredible. <laughs> and, but you know what this picture is? This picture is him beating Shawn Michaels. Double title. WrestleMania for the IC title. I don't know. How about a Scott Hall invitational ladder match for the IC title at WrestleMania with Ricochet and you Apollo Crews and Damien, whoever the hell else? Why wouldn't you do that? It's right Insane. fucking there. 
Insane. Scott Hall just passed away. Yep. He he won this shit at WrestleMania. What is wrong with y'all? Fuck this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, the Miz to win. Hopefully they split the uh, the dad and the son up because I'm over it. Miz, Miz and Logan Paul, Dominic has a mental breakdown seeing Eddie Guerrero stuff. Yep. Uh, on this card though, for the fifth time, maybe eighth, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. We just saw this in Saudi. There's no title. You know what? Don't give Ricochet the stupid belt. And I like Ricochet. Don't give him the belt. Give it to Drew Mack. Have him be the mid-card champion. And have this be for a belt. Because at least it makes some sense to extend the feud. It's a singles match for nothing. And Drew Mack's going to win again. I hope it's under eight minutes. Give me Drew Mack. He he got Moss in Saudi. And threw a madcap on his head and damn near killed him. Yeah. That, Again, that I mean, that was just a bad It's gonna be the same match. But That's the uh this is the bathroom match. Yeah. Hands up. Th- this one? Yeah. Uh, is this the only one? Yes. I feel like there's several on this okay. card. Okay, so you have but, uh, okay, so you have a fair point. Uh but I'm gonna stand by that right now. That is the bathroom match. We <laughs> may have multiple bathroom matches, but that is definitely a bathroom match. And then uh Fine. uh Drew Mack has to win. Yeah, Drew Mack wins. Next match, Usos versus Nock and Booge. Usos gonna win. This is just. But because, I like Nock. This is the. This is like the epitome of the booking of this event. Literally, I caught this randomly changing to SmackDown, and it was literally just like the Usos being like, "Nobody can beat us." Shinsuke and and Booge come out. Hey, we want it. Sh- Sure, we've <laughs> never wanted to do tag team stuff, really, but like, yeah, we want it. All right, if you beat us in a match, you can. We, they just like they just made this up. Yeah, there's no build. Really. There's nothing here. It was just like we just we. Oh f- oh crap! We didn't think of the tag. T- oh oh, we didn't think of the tag titles. Uh panic. Uh Shinsuke, and like I mean I love Shinsuke. Don't get me wrong, but it just it's. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Usos can't fight the New Day again. Yeah. I mean, is, are the New Day <laughs> on the card, or did they scrap it after Big E? No, got hurt? I, don't, I don't think the New Day are because they the were card. supposed to go against um, Sheamus and uh, the crew. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on, but I mean, that the was fact the that you have the Usos. Yeah, the Usos are in Bloodline. Yeah. They're in Bloodline with Roman Reigns with all the gold, and you knew this going into Mania that the Usos are going to be the tag team champions. You couldn't make a ta- you couldn't put a tag team in there to face them. This is when the Usos should have worked the Street Profits. That should have been your WrestleMania SmackDown tag Again. team title match, which they, they fucked up. You are, you aren't around enough old people. Like I've I've been around old people. Like they can't focus on too many things at once. <laughs> like the guy booking this shit, the guy with like the ultimate decision making skills is old. He got two or three things he can focus on at max. So outside of that, hey. he's like, yo, we're building this, this, and that. And everyone's like, yes, sir. And then they all put all their efforts into building three things. Ronda's coming back, um, the Roman main event with Brock, and give one other thing, a toss-up, Pat McAfee. That's it. That's the only thing he can concentrate on. And then they get to it, and they're like, sir, you do know in three weeks we have 14 matches. We've built three. Like, figure it out. All right. That's what happens. A decade ago, 
You remember, he built uh, six matches. Before then, he built 12. He can't do it anymore. You remember in Happy Gilmore, when Happy is talking about his grandma? He's like, she's old. Yeah. She's just too old. <laughs> That's exactly where we're at here. That is where we're at. So we're, our expectations have to be lower. Because yeah. he's giving directives to a, a squad of people. But he can only focus on three things. Everything else, we we luck into. Usos win. Usos win. Yes, that's all I got. Give me a good knock entrance, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, only five matches declared at this point on this card, but we are going to go ahead and put in the sixth. All right, and that's not including if the new day make the card, because I feel like night one could have seven, because some of these could be shorter. But hey, this fifth one though. But man, we're not can't wait to talk about this. The main event for the main event. Oh, okay. Um, on this, well, I guess there's two matches not announced yet, but they're going to be on night one. The next one, which should be finalized on Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins got called into the office. He tweeted about it. Oh, Vince is going to bring him to the office yes. tomorrow on Monday Night Raw. Got called to campus. He's been asking for an opponent. He has to meet with Vince and the security. They're going to give him a pony. I'm waiting for it. We're going, and we're just going to say it, because we, we don't got another wrestling show this week. Cody versus Seth Rollins. Wow! Night one. There goes Cody Rhodes! God, no. He better keep the same, the same entrance wow! from AEW. If he doesn't have that entrance, I'm pissed. He yeah. better have his AEW song. That's the only thing I liked about him in AEW. It's a stupid song. Kingdom. Just imagine. I play that to this day. When Kingdom hits, everyone's losing their shit. Dre, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, who do you got? Well, look, I don't think they're going to announce it at Raw. I think they're going to tell Seth he's going to find out his WrestleMania opponent at WrestleMania. Okay. That's Just be possible. in the ring. I think they're going to go that route. Um, yeah, it should, it should be Cody. You know it would be great? Like, not great, but great if it, if it was Shane. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's supposed to be Cody and then Shane books himself and throws yeah. himself in. What they should do though, honestly, is Seth in the ring. Like all jokes aside, Seth in the ring and to bury the hatchet, because there is a hatchet. Seth in the ring, trips music hits. Trips comes out. Sledgehammer in hand and says, I'm retired. I would fight you if I could. But instead, I got someone who will take my place. And Cody comes out and he gives Cody the sledgehammer and they bury the hatchet. And you got Cody's music going. Cody's like, all right, fuck it. I've, I've talked about you for two years. My bad. And then walks to the ring and he has a match. <laughs> his, his Titantron video is just a video of him hitting the throne, <laughs> hitting in, the AEW, throne in AEW. But, but it's in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, really though, like that should be the play. Like, yo, I was a dick. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I'm home. <laughs> it's, it's okay. So, uh, if this match is happening, Smash uh, which we all assume it is, yeah. who's the baby face and who's the heel? Cody's a baby face. He wasn't a heel in AEW. He refused. He is a baby face. But uh, he's the son of a he's the son of a son of a plumber. He is a baby face. So he's gonna stay, he's gonna be a, just as a shitty baby face in WWE as he, as he was in AEW. You know. It's going to reset the clock. How about that? Not for me. Still shitty. He's always a heel for me. Well, it's going to be... He's going to reset the clock, and he'll be a baby face 
going forward. I feel like this is them trying to like do the Hardy thing again. Like the Hardys, when they came back after and, and Matt Hardy was broken, Matt Hardy, still one of my favorite things of all time. And the new day introduced them and they got that massive, massive pop at that WrestleMania. Easily the moment of the night. Yeah. And crowd just went crazy. Jeff Hart did the thing. Yeah. And it came out. I feel like they're trying to build this up as if like they're going to get that kind of a pop, but they're forgetting one thing. Nobody liked Cody Rhodes at the end of AEW. Yeah. I think it resets. This is going to be, he'll get a pop. Don't get me wrong. He'll get a pop. Oh, Cody Rhodes. And it will fizzle out in a week and he will go right to the mid card. Mm, I give it four weeks. I don't okay. know. It's a backlash. I, I, th- yep, it's a backlash. I think but no, they but, can but keep I think, him at the top of the card. Unless he keeps fighting wrong. So, like, I, Rollins, I, Rollins needs someone to be a heel against. So, yeah. I guess that helps. Just WWE are devoid of baby faces. I, I think he could be a WWE baby face, maybe. But I think he's just better as a heel. But, I mean, again, um, but no, I got to ask the grind. Co- Cody, Cody goes over. Yeah, yeah. Seth doesn't need to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody the, the, goes I don't there. expect the trip yeah, stuff yeah. to happen. Cody must post, but I do want the, that. That would be that'd be good. That'd be really cool if they did that. Yeah, I, I don't expect the trip stuff to happen either. Just because it's so fresh, I'd I'd hate to see it. Like to even tease anything, it's like stay stay home, stay home, honey. Stay home. Um, just had him on TV. Yeah, just stay home. But yeah, but no. But he was on ESPN. I want to see him in a wrestling ring. Uh, just on the ramp. I just I don't want the guy in the ring. But it, like it's the worst. The thing that here's another thing. Like everybody's gonna call me AW Mark for this, but everybody knew CM Punk was signing with AW, and it became the worst kept secret in the company. And they didn't even try. No. At a certain point, you just knew he was coming back. Why don't they do the same thing with Kobe? Cody, stop keeping this shit a secret. We fucking know. Yeah. Just tell us, Seth. You have an opponent, and I'm not gonna tell you his name, but it ends in Odie Rhodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, know, a, it's, he's it's, a nightmare. He's a <laughs> one might say. An American nightmare. <laughs> not like really. If Vince is just like, no, you're not going to get a match. And then Seth storms out and needs a baby, and he complains like he usually does. And he goes to the ring, he hijacks a mic, and he's just like, I'm not leaving this ring until I get an opponent. Just have Cody run in and beat the shit out of him in the middle ring on Monday Night Raw. No entrance music, no nothing. Beat the hell out of him and just say, I'm your opponent. Drop the mic, and then you still get a pop when his music hits. As long as you don't have music. You save the pop for but, whatever you want. But which music? Wow! Oh my God, please. No. <laughs> Cole, if that's the music, me and you are going at it. Yeah, no, no, no. Show. I don't want that music. Yeah, no, I'm just bad. I'm just doing it because that video of Cena singing oh my it God, is the best thing ever. Horrible. All right. So uh, anyways, uh, now yeah, Cody wins. The, what is currently, mm. in my opinion, going to be the co-main event. Uh-huh. But it's listed as main event. Yeah. Charlotte Flair versus Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So, Dre. I Dre, you want to go? <laughs> I, I teased this in the beginning of the fight. Or beginning of the podcast. Before you got <laughs> on the air, I told this to Cole. Whatever match, say the baby doesn't come until WrestleMania weekend. Whatever match is on and the baby is delivered, you must name the baby after a participant in that match. And I hope that it's a girl. And I hope you have to name the baby Rhonda Hale. <laughs> So we can then call her Rowdy Rhonda Hill for the rest of the baby's life. <laughs> Tell your wife. These are the stipulations. Dre, thoughts? Fuck out of here. 
The merch. Think of the merch. No. Rowdy Ronda Hale sounds dope. (laughs) Oh, man. We already got names for our kid. Get out of here. Yo, this. Let's talk about this shitty ass match. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how, how. Let's talk about all the ways that this has been shitty. Yeah, I want popcorn. Let's start with Charlie great, and great promo. Yeah, well, let's let's start with the fact that they made this match and are trying to force us to care, and we just don't because they still they never really truly explained why Ronda would be like, oh yeah, she beat me, but I'm going to challenge you at WrestleMania. That's stupid. Two. Uh, and I was talking about this on, on Sirius. Uh, so you have Charlotte, who's a natural heel. The problem with Charlotte being a heel is she's really good at being a heel by talking about herself. That's what makes her a heel. I'm great. I'm the queen. I'm all this. I'm all that. Rhonda is not a babyface. The only thing that made Rhonda a decent person going into the triple threat match at, the, uh, at WrestleMania 36 was that Becky was picking at her on social media and made Ronda act in heelish ways. So you had, like, the real heel, who was Charlotte. You had Ronda, who was in the middle. And Becky was the, the baby face as the man, who was antagonizing Ronda the entire time to give Ronda somebody to fire back at. In this feud, you don't have that. Ronda doesn't have Charlotte, like, needling at her. And, she, and Ronda's a better heel because she doesn't know how to work babyface. So now you go to the promo on this Friday... Where she, she, I, I tweeted it. Her promos are flatter than Kyrie Irving's Earth. They are <laughs> fucking poor. She's just, hey Charlotte, I'm gonna beat you at WrestleMania. You think you're better than me? Smirk, and then she leaves, and then she starts smiling. I hate everything point. about this feud. Yeah, you, you, forgot now, the point. you forgot the point. She didn't know the name of the belt oh. she was fighting for. She had it's, no clue what bad. title she was it's fighting. Smack Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> No, it's it's so it's, this feud has been so bad, and people are like, "Well, she's gonna get a pop," but it's like people think the match is gonna be good, and it could be right. It, it could be a good match as long as Ronda doesn't throw a punch, right? Like, it could be a really wow. good match. No, you know she's opening up with the Shane O'Mac punches. Oh my god, I know. But my thing is, I don't know if Ronda, like they're in the right city, being in Texas, because if they were in New York, New York would hijack this match and kill it and just ruin it. I, is Ronda's heart in this shit? And the other thing is, and then I'll leave it to you guys. I'm gonna Ronda's gonna win, but here's the question: Who gives a fuck? Who cares who wins this match? I don't expect Ronda to be here for a long time. So even if she does win, I expect her to drop it at some point. And Charlotte winning, who cares? This is one of the worst feuds that I've seen in such a long time. That they had the perfect feud right in front of them, and they went with a feud that has like. No juice. And they keep trying to get me to like it, but I fucking hate it. Fuck this match. I hate it. You have Ronda winning. <laughs> I have Ronda. I have Someone's got to win I can't it. see her come back to lose. Yeah, somebody got to win this shit. Double DQ? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> WWE's done weirder shit at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I don't care about this match. The build has been horrible. Ronda is not who she was when she left. And when she left, she was just figuring it out, kind of. Like, when she left, she wasn't a hindrance to anything, necessarily. Like, it, it, she felt like she belonged. She put in a lot of work on that, on that path to figure out her character. She went from babyface to heel-ish. She was the tweener. Charlotte was the heel. And then we had Becky, the 
you know, baby face or baby face. Cool. Coming back in a completely different role, trying to be a baby face, acting like people missed her. No one cared. Like you, you did what you did. You left. Now you come back. It, it doesn't make sense. You're jumping the entire roster for a title shot. When you lost, we all saw you lose when you left. It, it makes no sense to me. I don't care about the match. They're going to give it way too much time. I, I don't think Charlotte can even make Ronda have an amazing match. And Ronda had decent matches before she left. I, I'm not sure if that, like, the rust isn't there. <sighs> yeah, give me Ronda winning. But again, like you said, who cares? My my hope is that someone takes the belt off for her at SummerSlam. But you look up and down, what baby face is there to do that? Unless they keep her baby, and then she loses to Becky, they do the Becky thing at SummerSlam. Or a returning heel comes in and beats her. I, I don't know. I don't even know who they're... Or Heel Bailey, maybe, comes and feuds with Ronda, and Bailey can take the belt off her. I, I just don't need Ronda as a champion for the next 365. I don't need another mania of Ronda Rousey. I don't. I, I, I think the luster is worn off. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's, there's not much I can add to the shit show that is whatever the hell this feud is. Um, again, Rhonda is just horrible on the mic. She's just horrible, especially as a baby face, at least as a heel, like she can, there's something that's more natural there, but, and, and, and like you said, I, I don't think like Charlotte for whatever we want to say about Charlotte and, you know, whatever is going on backstage and Charlotte must pose and all that stuff. Usually when you put Charlotte in a match, you're going to have something good because yeah. she's still a freak athlete and does crazy shit in the ring and and, she's can a still, good and can still work great matches. This is just a road going absolutely nowhere. You were just trying to spitball the ideas of like, what does this mean long-term for like the title picture? You get the belt to Ronda, what, what happens next? You truly are hoping for somebody like a Bailey to come back. That's about it. Like I, I, I don't know. I kind of, that's why I actually, actually leaned into, I'm, I'm going to lean into Charlotte must pose. And I'm going to say Charlotte wins this because I don't think, I, I don't, I think Rhonda's doing this, going to get her paycheck and then we will not see her again. That'd be best. Like I wonder, and I often wonder Brock came and he debuted. He was somewhat babyface Brock, right? Like, uh, quick. They never really... He was dominant. His character was whatever Paul Heyman wanted him to be. Before then. Yeah. When he first debuted. Oh, oh sure. He was Paul Heyman. Heyman. No, he was always with Heyman. Heyman was the one who brought him. Brought him in. And then, like, yeah, he yeah. was the next Heyman big thing. Heyman brought him in. Yeah, yeah. he was next yeah, big thing. he knew Spike dominant. Dudley on his debut. Yeah. Yeah. And he was dominant throughout. They never for- forced Brock to be a babyface. Like, he was always scary and dominant. When he came back from the UFC, he was scary and dominant. Ronda Rousey came from the UFC, and they wanted her to be likable. It, it's just so much easier to make her scary and dominant. 
Yeah. Right? And then, like, and why, then, why and, and now doing? instead, you know what we have is we have Rhonda and I I'd love, I love an ISO shot of me, Brian, if you could do it. Instead, <laughs> we have Rhonda doing this. <laughs> Whatever the freaking heck that to like, be fair, promo thing was that they put out. Like what? That's like she didn't even look at posing. It was just like, what is, what are we doing? It's everything about this is a mess. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, I said friggin' heck. Sorry. Yeah. I just, I'm just like, just everything about this just sucks. It, she it just sucks. Head movement. Yeah. <laughs> I just, no, I, yeah, listen, listen. I want this match to just be over. Why? Isn't, isn't this like, I'm not saying it's easy fix now because we're too far gone, but shouldn't this been Rhonda and Becky? Yes. And Charlotte and Bianca? Yes. Way better. Yes. One, like how, 100%. isn't that easy? But I think at the time, Charlotte the looks th- like, and I don't, again, I'm not saying this a fact or anything, but you get a Charlotte Rhonda main event. You'd be like, that's worthy of main eventing night one. When then we're going to talk about this, I still don't think of main events. I think this is going to end up being the co-main by the time we get to Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's already gonna be there. And the one person that can come back if you would Ronda, if you're gonna keep Ronda babyface, is Oscar. Sure. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, Oscar's gonna lose, but sure. Good for you. Yeah, but Oscar, Oscar's a dude. She's a dude back. We miss Oscar. Uh, you know, we, 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 do, we yeah. do miss Oscar. And then, um, yeah. Then we have what I consider probably the main event on night one, which I think it will be. What? <laughs> Kevin Owens, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? It looked like it was going to be the KO show. I'm not positive this isn't going to be a five-minute match. And I've talked myself into the booking of this match where you just come out, you have Kevin Owens try to throw a punch, you know, you you get the, the quick stone cold, jump in the air, you know, flank KO, punches, punches, punches. KO rolls out of the ring because he does that all the time. And then you have like a little mini brawl outside of the ring. Throwing back in the ring. Stone Cold mud hole stomps KO a little bit. Just play the hits. KO finds a way to go punch him, turn the tide, go for the stunner. That's reversed. One stunner by Stone Cold. Match over. You can get a five minute match. I see this going the way of Cena Undertaker very much. No, it can't be that quick. I don't, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean like five. It's going to be longer than that, but this is, I feel like this is similar. I feel like we're, we're on the same wavelength here. Taker hit his greatest hit. Cena got no offense in it. It was out. That's fair. Um, I almost see it like it starts as a show. You know, it starts as like a, as just a talking segment. And then Stone Cold calls for the bell to ring. That's how I see it going. Like he's going to go, you know, they're, they're going to be talking all this junk. And then he's just going to be like, you know what? I haven't been in a match in however long it's been ring the damn bell. And he's going to say, what do you mean ring the damn bell? And he's going to go, what? What do you mean ring the what? And then the bell's going to ring and they're going to fight. Yeah. And then play the hits. And then play the hits. Agree. <laughs> That's it. I don't want to see Austin in a match. Drake, his style like, is super I, I, protected as it is. Like, I feel like he can do that. I don't know if he could do it, but I don't want it. There's a reason why I retired at WrestleMania 19. Like, he called it quits. He lost to The Rock. He went on his back like most retired wrestlers are supposed to go. He's not going on his back against Owens. And he's talked about how he can't take a bump. So what are you really getting out of Austin? I don't know how well he can do a stunner at this point. Hmm. Right? That's a lot of impact. So, 
Yeah, so it's uh I mean I think I think there'll be a stunner, but I don't think it'll be an actual match. I think the banter is gonna be what's gonna sell this thing. Yeah. It's a KO show. I think Owen's so good on the mic, who was fucking phenomenal on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh, right. mocking like the whole everything. Like Kevin Owens is special. Yeah. But I don't want to see Austin wrestle a quote unquote match. I don't want to see like a match when The Rock squashed uh, who Rowan, Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan from the yeah. Wyatt family Wyatt in like two seconds. I don't want that. Like I want, I want a stunner, and I want Austin to catch beers, but I want him to be billed as an official match. He went on the Shield against Rock, put Rock over, who couldn't beat him. Let's just leave it there. I don't want to go any further than that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. So it won't if be a all that event. money to do it, but yeah, yeah, it won't be. A no, I still event. think it'll be a main event. I still, still think, think it closes the show. <laughs> it is Stone Cold because Texas. Also, going to get the biggest pop of the night. 100%. Okay, unquestionably. Yeah, unquestionably, and I think they know that they're falling flat with Ronda and Charlotte, and I think that the entertainment is more valued in what Kevin Owens and Stone Cold can bring than Charlotte and Ronda. So I still think it main events. Wow. It should. Yeah, I mean, but and I think you. Fans go home happy with also giving somebody a stone and catching beers, and then you put the little WWE sign on the bottom. Yeah, and then you go fade back to the That's next fair. night. That's how you end it. No, nah, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> it's Stone Cold catching beers is always a great way to end a show. And just hit the logo, yeah. everyone's happy. See you tomorrow. And just giving us a hell yeah. That's, That's it. All it That's all we need. All right. All so is. that is night one. Let's go to a break. Come back. Still got to go through night two. This is a marathon of a podcast. Like, this is a marathon of a WrestleMania. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. All right, we're back for the home stretch. Night two. Of WrestleMania. There's two of them? Two. Sunday, April 3rd. This opens up with producer Cole Bebe's favorite match mm-hmm. of the weekend. What do you got? The women's fatal four-way <laughs> tag team match for the oh WWE. Hey, so you were asking where titles. the rest of the women's division is, right? I found them. They're all in this match. But they can't have an IC title or US title, but they'll fit all of the women on the roster into one match. Let's call this the... For Congrats. Andre, the giant battle royale 2.0. Oh, man. So. Which is too bad because there's a lot of good wrestling talent in this match. Yes. Queen Zelina and Carmella, who have been champions, have zero title defenses since winning the belts. Versus Sasha and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler, which I don't know why they're a team. In a fatal four-way match for the tag team title. If anyone besides Sasha and Naomi win this, why do we have a match? I like the ideas of these titles when they were announced. Dre crushed me and ripped me, said they weren't necessary. But they did right by these titles for about six months. I loved Sasha and Bailey. I loved the Iconics when they had the belts. Oscar and Kari Sane, even though they didn't have a million title defenses, made sense as a team and they could wrestle. Oh, that was good. I've had a good team since. I'm not sure if you're going to go this route and Sasha and Naomi, great story and everything, but you're going celebrities, going for a pop, right? This, this whole mania is for a pop. You have a multi-women t- 
tag match. Why don't you bring the Bella Twins in? Why don't you have them win the belts? Why not on Mania to open up night two? Not even in the match. Unless you do some weird hardy shit. That's what I was going to say. Where they come out and they're unannounced and then they win the match. Give the Bella Twins their moment. Because no one cares about the belts anyway. And then Sasha and Naomi can win them down. That's my point of view, whatever. But if it's currently presented, Sasha and Naomi win. Dre, you want to go? Fuck this match. Um, <laughs> so here, here's my biggest issue. Aside from just lazily throwing all the women into this match. Yeah. What happened to Naomi and Sonya Deville? You spent all that fucking time building to that match, right? You spent all that time with Sonya Deville screwing Naomi. Yep. You could have done this a singles match at WrestleMania with those two. I'd have been fine with it. They just killed it. It 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 was right there. How do you not do that match? Sonya ain't even in this match. I don't understand. Match. Right. But wasn't the story for like the last almost four to five months, Sonya screwing Naomi over? Correct. Yes. I don't I don't understand. Also, if anybody's watched the WWE documentary Evil, which is great, it tells you how much they flip and flop people for no goddamn reason. Why is Sasha a babyface again? Lord knows. I don't get this. I don't get any of this. Hell, I even hate your idea of the Bellas winning. The only reason why I hate it is because I hate this match. And like the, the women's tag titles were dumb to begin with, but they're even dumber now because it's late. There's not even real tag teams are just doing shit. I'm going to say like Rhea Ripley should have a singles match at WrestleMania. Like I don't understand any of this shit, but I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go with Rhea and Liv to win the titles. I, I, I know it should be Sasha and Naomi, but I want them to do single shit. I want Rhea to do single shit too, but. I hope everybody gets disqualified and goes home. I just want the that? titles to be defended. Uh, Whoever wins it, yeah. defend the belts. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think Rhea and Liv have been kind of like at least like a nice surprise of like a team that kind of works together and and, and the aesthetic definitely works. Um, but again, this this is just a match of let's throw everybody in here with as little consequence as possible. Um, so. I, it, it's it's hard picking a winner because it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I mean, Sasha Banks has not won at WrestleMania yet. He shouldn't win here. This is an easy way to get her. It is, but like also Sasha's so good that like why not? I'll take it. How I don't I can know. Get have it. her have her do a Bailey match at another one. I can. I can. I'll take it how I can get it. I just need I the guess. boss to pose. I, 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 you, At least you, once. You need, you need the, bo- the boss to pose. Yeah. At least once. I mean, sure. I, I would I would root for them to win. Honestly, I'm just going to be contrarian for the sake of being contrarian and just say Zelina and Carmella are going to somehow sneak away with the title. Maybe Corey Graves does some dumb crap to to distract somebody. I don't know. Um, and, and they win and promote their YouTube show. Um, and that's all I got. Which seems very cringy, by the way. I mean, it's just like, it's the same. I feel like it's the same stuff they were doing on E, just they needed, uh, they, they needed somewhere. They were able to sell USA on Miz and Maurice and they were able to sell E on Total Divas. Yeah. It seems to me, maybe they weren't able to sell no. Carmella and Corey Graves to a network. And they were like, shit, let's put it on YouTube. Cool. 
You got it. Which is odd because I feel like Peacock will take anything. Peacock will what? take anything. What? Whatever. Coming to Peacock. Yeah. Um, match number two, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Anything goes match. Johnny Knoxville wins. I mean, Ricochet's not built for this card. I understand it. He should come in and, like, help Johnny Knoxville beat Sami Zayn. Because Knoxville can't beat him on his own. I will say. the entire cast of Jackass helps. There you go. I think you nailed it right there. I think Wee Man, Wee Man's gonna come in. Yes, for a spot. Yes. All right, I'll take Wee Man taking a haluva kick <laughs> on the second turnbuckle, <laughs> not on the third. Give me a haluva kick to the second turnbuckle. Okay, on Wee Man. All right, I pop. I buy it. Outside of that, I buy it. Not for anything else. I think. Uh, I mean, I will say I do really, really, really appreciate the fact that the biggest part of like this build to it was Johnny Knoxville, like sending Sammy Zane's number out to the <laughs> internet. And like Sammy Zane's just always on Twitter, just being like, stop calling me. And he's got like 650 missed calls and all that stuff. I have enjoyed that part of it. Other than that, I, yeah. I mean, other, other than like, you're just hoping the cast of Jackass comes out and continues to promote that movie. That's already out. I think it's on video already. Like, we really didn't need this. It is. All right, go, Dre. It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Well, it's on Paramount go. Plus. I'm going to watch it. Um, Knoxville wins. Yeah. Uh, the cast of Jackass comes out, yep. does some wild, stupid shit. Yeah. What a career for Sami Zayn, right? Like, one of the best wrestlers in the world, and he ends up in a stunt match with Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. Right. But he's on uh, yeah. the card. Jackass goes over. Yeah, he's on the Who call. Cares? He's like going to be he's going to be paying for mentioning AEW live on WWE television forever. <laughs> and then yep, uh yep, it's can't yeah, do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Boy. Austin Theory it's, has it's to keep win. coming, huh? Right? Austin Theory? I mean, he's with Vince. No. Pat can't oh. go. Away. Not every celebrity can go over. Pat McAfee took the L in NXT. Give, give me Austin Theory winning, taking a selfie with Pat. Well, the problem is, is if Pat, Pat put someone over, but if but if Pat loses, Pat's got to come back. Pat's got to do another match, right? Because like, is is Pat the is Pat the baby face here? Yes. So he can't like. Uh, then their feud doesn't end. You're saying their feud continues past WrestleMania? No, the Pat goes back to commentary. Oh, no. I think... He just eats his L. Goes home. Oh, man. He takes a, a selfie. That's a, that's awkward. Because he's just going to be there the whole time and just being like, Austin Theory beat me. Like Austin Theory is the future. He cannot lose his first WWE match at WrestleMania. No. There's no... Like, I mean, what, what... With Vince at 23 years old? Yeah. You are the future of this company. You got to win your WrestleMania match. Got him. He's Vince's pet project. He is the future of this company. He's the future. I mean, Vin, Vince gave Pat this match on Pat's show. He's Randy Orton. He's going to win. He's going to win. Dre, Dre, what do you think? Uh, no, I think Pat McAfee's going over. I think it just leads to Vince and Austin having their issues. Because it's not like Vince has been on TV every week with Austin Theory. He's been on a few times. I think Vince it's sees something in Austin. It's been three months of them together. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't think Austin's going to win this match. And I, I don't even... And I think Vince will be done with Austin Theory like he was done with Otis. This will be a few months and he'll move on. No, this guy is so, an Otis. 
a, a side note question. I mean, Otis always, when you look at him, you're like, yo, that this can go sideshow real quick. Austin Theory isn't that. Yeah. You look at Austin Theory, you're like, he shouldn't yeah. be. He looks like a pro wrestler. He does. Like, this, yeah. this isn't Otis. Oh, no, this he isn't does. like he a, is a prodigy. guy. Yeah, this, this is like a guy who you look at him and you'd be like, yo, yeah, this guy can be, again, Randy Orton. And I, I, I think it's seen that way. If Seth Rollins was very similar to where it was like, okay, they have an affinity for Seth Rollins. He did stupid stuff. He did comedy stuff. He did, you know, the J&J security and all. Like, they made him do stupid things, but he was Seth freaking Rollins. Like, and you look at Austin Theory, be like, yeah, I think they look at him in the same mold. A side question. Do you think, uh, do you think Vince McMahon shows up during the Stone Cold thing? He should. He really I don't should. Think he does. It only be fair. You should. He's too old. Sorry, sorry to sidetrack there. Go ahead. I feel Andres. like he's take a bump. Um. So here's my thing on Austin Theory. Do I think he's the future of the business? If Hunter was running this company, sure. I think Austin Theory with the the cell phone gimmick, it's too gimmick. Like, yeah, you said Rollins did dumb shit, but Rollins was part of it, so you took him seriously first, and then he turned on the Shield, and then like that is how you made Rollins the future of the company. Theory came in as a goof. And he continues to be a goof. And until they give him a more serious side, like even with Randy Orton, Randy came in as like a baby face, got hurt, and found a way to be annoying as shit as he turned heel. Yeah. This That's is what they would have shit. to do. No, 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 no. But it's different. Like Randy Orton came, nobody liked him as a baby face. And then he progressively turned heel because he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Doing too much. It did like weatherman. And then promos. he cut those. <laughs> yeah. He kept coming back and doing promos. But it wasn't until he got with Evolution, yeah. which was Triple H, is that when Randy Orton became Randy Orton. Like, again, you you got to find the next step for Austin Theory. You have to find his evolution. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Do you have to find the next step? You is that what? what this company's been doing? I will tell you this, and this is the only thing I can tell you that makes me have a glimmer of hope for him. They didn't change his name yet. We have Butch. We have um, whatever they call Walter. Gunther. Gunther. We, we have everyone else being erased and act like they're nothing. They've changed. They've dropped last names. They've riddled. They've done, they've done a million things. They've left Austin Theory alone. That's my now. best. Oh, cool. When they change something about him, when he's just Theory... theory. Then we can revisit when this. he's just AT. Right now, I think that's a good sign. You're with the boss, and they haven't changed you at all. When they've changed everyone else, you got a chance. Now it could change tomorrow, but you got a chance. And I think he got to win because he has a chance. I still think Pat McAfee is winning this match. That's fair. Yeah, I'm putting over that, but. It is what it is. Next match, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Randy's so happy. I like this match. I think it's going to be a fun match. Randy's so happy. Um, Don't you think he should be evil again? I feel like this is where the change has to come. I said this about the Mysterio match. Um, Riddle and Randy have to break up. I think Alpha Academy is so good. Shush! Let him get the titles. Oh, man. thank you. <laughs> Gable, Gable's incredible. He's, he's um, so good in this every, character. Every character. Shoosh. Gable, um, 
Otis. You know what? I like Gable and Otis together. They could have left him with the beard. It's kind of it's kind of working. It's yeah, kinda, it's, it's kind of working. Really, working. really, it's working because yeah. of Gable. Yeah, it's it's working. Really a working because of Gable. Let them go over. Give them the belts and finally break up oh, Randy and Riddle. Man. Give them the belts and just give Gable the mic. Yes, and give Randy and Riddle a program throughout the summer. Yeah, that maybe culminates in like Money in the Bank. Have them both in the SummerSlam match. Like give them, you know, have them be two of the six participants in Money in the Bank. You take that feud into there. I think, honestly, I've been saying this, you know, this is my predictions earlier. I think Riddle should win Money in the Bank this year. So, like, have them build into that and Randy put them over. Like, have Riddle finally do something stupid that triggers Randy and Randy just, like, you lost us a belt, RKO after the match. Like, we're, we're going at it. You have heel Randy. I think this is a perfect time and Alpha Academy deserved these belts because that gimmick's gold. I, I love it. Give me Alpha Academy. Hmm. I don't know. I like this match too. Um, I keep saying that they got to break Randy and Riddle up, but it's been, it's, it's just worked. It's, it it's the one time that Randy Orton has been a baby face that is like truly worked. When Randy turns heel, he's still a dick Riddle, baby face, by the way. He, 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 like, he is, but he tells Riddle he's like too goofy. Like he's a, he's an asshole baby face, which is why it worked. Yeah. A lot of it works. Um, anybody can win this match, any team. Yep. When the three profits can win this match, this is a completely up in the air match. Um, it's refreshing, isn't it? Say RK Bro, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say RK Bro retains okay because I don't think they're gonna break them up yet. All right, I okay. think it's coming. I think because everybody knows it's coming, and I think that's the reason why they keep pushing it back. And I think they keep pushing it back because Randy really likes this. I think Randy's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. truly enjoying yeah. this. He look like um, yeah, he looks like he's having a great time. Yeah, as he should be. Yeah. this like is an this, Otis. Which also might right, get added to right. this card, by the way. It might get added tonight, too. Yes. We're, we might just count it on night, too. Um, or almost. But, yeah, I'm going to say RK Bro. Ah, fuck. I'm going to say RK Bro retain. All right. I am, um, I am also hoping for Alpha uh, Academy to win <laughs> and Randy to go heel. That would be wonderful. Cherry on top. Um, let's add this, because I, I think we both end up with seven matches on each night. So this one would be almost... Versus, um, fuck, why am I blanking on his name? Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Thank you. Almost versus Bobby Lashley. We're going to treat that like it's, like it's locked in. Um, almost is going to be Bobby Lashley. And it'll be his WrestleMania moment. And he might not be on the roster this year, this time next year. Because I don't see almost having any long-lasting future in the WWE. Hmm. He's a gimmick. He could be the big show. Maybe he'll still be on the roster. I mean, no no one has yet to really beat almost. I think he runs over Bobby Lashley. That's the problem, right? Like, if he's not going to, if he is going to be continuing, like, continuing as, like, a gimmick, the big show lost. Like, the big show would lose matches. Oh, he's going. Like once he starts losing, he's not going to stop. Right. Losing. It's like the, it's like, and I'm not saying he's Goldberg, but it's like, it's the Goldberg effect, right? Yeah. It's like once he loses and the luster's gone, it's a wrap. what do you have in almost? So Drain if, if he is going, if he, if, if he is going to leave like that, then I wouldn't see why Bobby Lashley wouldn't be the one to like break the stigma. 
No, because they think he's still the future of the company. Oh, look at this big man. He cut a promo. And then, no, like by the time summer comes, mm. he'll be like, yeah, no, we have nothing in this guy. <laughs> like, And then we're just going to feed him to anyone who needs to body slam a big guy. Um, Dre, if you had to pick, who wins that match? It'll be almost. And then, and then lastly, you should uh, go ahead and ask for his release. Because it should be the, he, like, he should be like, I'm out of here. If I got to lose this goof, I'm out of here. I was just a champ. Somebody got If that's what we're doing, yeah. If, but if that's what they're doing, like, lastly, Lashley could cool be a check in my mind. At this point, the man's know, like 46. Man. He looks, yeah, like, he but looks phenomenal. Like, but he does, but having him lose the almost is just like a slap in the face. Like, almost isn't Big Show. Big Show could actually work until he got too fat. That's true. They but think Big Show has... He had, big show. Yeah. It's going to be a rude I mean, when he It's like, like, like Commander Aziz and like all these big guys that Vince likes, and they all suck. Yep. And, like, like uh, yeah, almost might not be with the company next year, but, I, like, he's not, he doesn't have an ounce of the charisma that the Big Show has. No. I saw people praising that almost promo, and I was like, what the fuck are you guys I watching? I did, too. This and then I watched bad. it, and I was like, what? I'm so confused. It's better than Wardlow's promo. It's like, what? Don't disrespect the name of Wardlow. <laughs> I, I, right. Oh, my God. I hate those people on Twitter. All right. That's a, that's a side tangent. I almost went into there. All right. So we have differing opinions on the tag match. Next, my pick for match of the weekend in terms of WWE promotion, Edge versus AJ Styles. Yo, do you understand? Real quick, aside, Dre. You understand this is the first time in our seven years. We just hit seven years of the Corner Podcast last week. So last Wednesday was seven um, that we've had this show continuously. And this will be the first time in seven years we do not preview NXT for Mania Weekend. Because I don't even know who's on the card. Sad. It's a sad day and time. Um, oh, do you do you mean that Dolph Ziggler and Mandy Rose promotion? Oh my God, God, Dolph is champion. Shout out to Mike Coppinger, who's just loving it right now. Uh, I mean, I, I've 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 definitely been like a staunch defender of Dolph. This makes no sense. But anyways, oh. can we talk about the good match? Yes, uh, Edge versus AJ Styles. I think it's match of the weekend, WWE wise, hundred percent, and. Last time I said that was AJ Styles versus Nakamura, and they left in tears because they they completely ruined it. I have faith that they won't ruin this one. If they do, I hate Vince McMahon forever and ever, and I will curse his name until the last day. Um, But this should be a good match. Give me Edge winning because AJ Styles doesn't need to win anything, ever. He's amazing. To me, he's like Shawn Michaels, where Shawn's WrestleMania record was trash because he didn't need to. He just made other people look great and have great matches. So give me Edge winning. Um, and then we we figure it out after that. Because I don't know what's next for Edge. But at this point, just wrestle all the people who are good. Have fun matches. What do you got, Dre? Um, I think this match is great. I think the problem with this match, they should have started building it at the Royal Rumble. The Edge heel turn should have started there. And we could have some kind of story here because then you had the AJ face turn and people were like, what? Why did this happen? Yeah. Um, but the match itself would be really good. I don't know what it means at the end of the day for whoever wins. I'm picking Edge to win, though. AJ, you're right. He doesn't need it. Um, it's just it's a match that probably Edge asked for. 
And AJ was like, well, I ain't doing shit, so let's do this. And they're going to tear the house down. Hopefully they tear the house down. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Um, So, yeah, I'm picking Edge, and then Edge will continue his heel run. And I wasn't going to say, maybe he'll get a title shot. But the... But they're both heels. Knows? We haven't got to the main yet. Ugh. But like, yeah. they're both anyway. heels with championship. Well, I guess not. I I don't know. Edge, 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 edge. I love Edge so much. I love the promos. I love this. This guy's just still like he's just still doing his thing, man. It's incredible. Like no matter what this guy does, as soon as you put a microphone in his hand, it's gold. Yeah. And this was the right match. And I, I think absolutely agree that like this was handpicked. Like this was Edge going, like, I want to work AJ Styles. Yep. And I'm really glad that he's also brought into this buildup. I don't want that almost bullshit. Yep. I'm so happy he's he's brought that up. It's just be like, no, I want AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Yep. And you know, like uh, I, I was lucky enough to go to when the Summer Slams were in Brooklyn. They did, I think, three of them. I, I got yep. to go to two of them. Um, and the two best matches there where it's like whether anyone wanted to admit them or not were the John Cena matches. AJ and, and John. John yeah, and AJ hard. was unreal. AJ. Those are five-star matches. A, AJ can yeah, get yeah. in the ring with anybody and it's gold. And you're putting him in a match with Edge yeah. who's still got it despite taking that long layoff, having the neck injury. Edge is still, I mean, Edge is coming off the Seth Rollins stuff, and that was tremendous. Yep. And he's just, I, I don't know what it is. He's just timeless. It may, maybe him going to do Vikings for a while, like, just, like, kept the fuel going and just kept Edge in form. Just like Punk. When he comes back, it's just like, oh, okay. These two okay. being on a card together always made sense. Yes, it's, I agree with, I agree with Dre. Like this needed to be started sooner. Maybe you could have had some kind of rumble angle of AJ being in the rumble and Edge knocking him out, or AJ knocking Edge out. One of the one of the other, and building it there. But I I think we should just be all grateful that these two are still in prime condition. One miraculously, and one who just has the longevity of AJ Styles. I. You know, he just, he can still do this at, at his age and for how long he's been doing it. I, I think we like, should also just be very thankful that these two are going to get in a ring and have a WrestleMania match. I may be bugging, but like, not this year, but last year's Royal Rumble. I think Edge eliminated AJ Styles. Mm, maybe. Because it looked like AJ got hurt. Like in the, um, Edge came in and did a spear on AJ Styles and AJ landed weird. And I was like, oh shit, I think AJ's hurt. And then Edge eliminates him. Um, and then I thought that was going to be a match last year. Talked about it on the show. Then they went different directions. So uh, they did that last year at the Royal Rumble. They had a stare down, AJ and, and Edge. So I feel st- like this is a long time coming. It'd be great if commentary like reminisced about that. Yeah, brought it up. Um, Dre, shout out to your tweet about Excalibur. If Excalibur was on commentary, uh, he would have referenced so that. He's the best. He is the best. Yeah, like he, he would have referenced that because I remember that clear as day. Edge, when he made the big pop and he came in, AJ Styles was the guy he had to face off with. He was the, he did three spears. It was the last spear to AJ Styles. AJ landed wrong on like his collarbone. We thought AJ was injured. And he was, and Edge eliminates him. Excalibur would have called back to that. Alas, yeah, but instead, you got no one does. Vince, don't, 
Vince probably didn't uh, watch the Royal Rumble, so he doesn't remember it. Uh, <laughs> he probably, last he probably fell asleep. Yeah, my uh, commentary yeah. does. But that's a little a little droplet that could have took this feud further. And that the, was sta- the standards oh, well. aren't high to steal the show, based on these uh, these cards. Yeah, are a little underwhelming, but. A little. For the intents and purposes of being the steal the show kind of match, this is it. this is this is it. Um, and I think AJ Styles wins. Nice. This is the one pro wrestling match. So I'm, I'm very going to very excited for this match. I want to just I just want to yeah. see these two work. Main event. Yep. This is winner takes all to unify the WWE Championship. And Universal Championship. The match oh. that the, this so is getting the one, one match. Belt? This is the one match that has been booked. Are we getting one belt then, or no? Is is not very clear. No, probably, we'll probably have two belts. And that's ridiculous because then one person is just going to lose one belt. But Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. It's not the biggest match ever. It's one hell of a match. It's the only one that's been built. Everything that we said, it's been built well. Mm-hmm. It's been built correctly. Babyface Brock is amazing. Amazing. Roman Reigns, cred- all credit to Roman Reigns. You cannot have a figure like Brock Lesnar become a babyface unless you have a heel that is equally as good. Roman Reigns is the best heel they've had in a decade. And that's why you can have a baby face in Brock Lesnar. He's such a good heel that it makes the, the heel of heels of this century, 2000 on. Brock has been the heel of heels. Can go baby face. John Cena could never go heel because there was never a big enough baby face to let in their minds, to let him do so. And you feel comfortable enough for him to go heel. Roman is such a good heel that they'll let their biggest heel ever past 22 years go babyface and feel comfortable. All props to Paul Heyman. All props to Roman Reigns. It's not the best ever, but it's a damn good main event. Storytelling-wise, in recent memory, I don't care who wins. But I think it's time for Roman to drop the belt. He's had the belt for a long time. I think you got some, you got some meat. Babyface Brock. I always think Brock's here for a good time, not for a long time. If you have heel edge, give me heel edge versus babyface Brock. If if Brock gotta drop the title. Um, but damn, I want to see Roman win and bring back the wing eagle championship. They did like a, it was a social only component two years ago where they gave current athletes, superstars, old titles. So Knock had the old IC title. They, you know, they, and Roman had the winged eagle and it looks so right. So right. And I understand like there's branding now. You give the, the title to the NBA teams and all this stuff and it pushes the narrative, gets you into more mainstream when you put their plates on the side. But for Roman, if he beats Brock and said, I beat everyone, I'm the greatest champion of all time. I want the greatest belt of all time. 
Maybe throws away the WWE Championship now and just brings the windy, winged eagle. Says, I'm the one champion. This is the one belt. I would lose my shit. Like, that to me is the culmination of Roman Reigns. Um, and I would love to see that. But I think he's had his run. He's beat everyone there is to beat. I think you give the belt back to Brock. You build these other feuds. I think we might see this exact same matchup again next year. Or maybe even at SummerSlam. If The Rock does agree to come back. But I don't think Roman has to hold the belt all the way through. Roman chasing babyface Brock and getting it back. I think there's some meat on the bone there. And uh, if he does that at SummerSlam, that's cool. And then you build him Rock LA. Roman Rock LA after he beats Brock then we can start talking about the biggest WrestleMania match ever. Because then you're in a Cena ballpark at that time. We now know what Cena is, so that's, it's, it's a little hard, right? Like, Cena's now a movie star as well. So, like, it's, it's hard to catch that. But at the time, Rock was the star, movie star. Cena was the biggest wrestler. Yep. And that's what, so you can then say, Roman beat everyone, biggest wrestler versus Rock. Legacy family ties in there, then you may have the biggest WrestleMania main event ever next year. So I, I think that all happens only if he drops the title of Brock here. Dre, who do you have? I got Roman. I think they've uh they've built Brock to face Roman, but I think the plan has always been, always been since Vince got the shield together and separated them. Roman to be his biggest star. Yeah. And as much as we love Brock as babyface Brock, um, one thing, one thing I'm going to uh, disagree with you on, I don't think Brock Lesnar has been the biggest heel in the company. I think Brock Lesnar has been the biggest attraction. Uh, he was only a heel. He, I mean, even when he was a heel, the fans loved him. When he beat Brock at SummerSlam, he ended up being the babyface in that match. When he came back to face Cena in Extreme Rules, he ended up being the babyface in, in that match. Not really a heel. He's just I beat your ass, and we just go wherever he goes. Yeah. Heyman would make him a heel, but when he works, we just like what he does. Um, but I think Brock's going to lose here to further solidify Roman Reigns' championship run. I don't think they want to disrupt this. I want to. I think they want to make a run that's so ironclad that nobody can beat it. I mean, he's not going to beat Bruno. Bruno San Martino was champion for like two thousand eight hundred days. He's never beating that. No, that, that's untouchable. But, but in the modern era, I think they want to make, create so much distance between Roman and everybody else because Vince has it set in his mind, and he always says that Roman is the guy. And Roman could very well be the guy. He just presented him all wrong. So I think Roman's going over on Brock. He's going to be the going to win both titles, and maybe he never loses either of them for another year. Maybe that's he sits on them for time, a while. Maybe. Yo, that's like eight hundred days. Like that's a long it's, time. Yes. It is, but but or maybe he just throws one away, like he did when he saw Brock's belt last time. He just kind of <laughs> tossed it to the side. Maybe he doesn't even hold on to it. I just don't see Brock winning this match because I don't know if Roman isn't champion. I don't know what he is. Not that he's not a good heel or anything else, but he's been champion since the day he came back. Yeah, he's been champion. Beat Bray Wyatt for the I, beat up Bray yeah. Wyatt and got the belt. Yeah. So I can't see him losing now because I don't know. If it ain't Roman versus Brock, 
I, I don't know if it's Edge versus Brock. I don't know. They built up Brock in such a way that nobody can beat him except for Roman Reigns. Yes. So I, yeah, I'm going to pick Roman to go over and hold both these belts. Oh, my God. That's a long time. It's a long Boy, time. I am so split on what is going to happen in this match. And again, this is, we talked about the card and yeah, yeah, the, the, this being the biggest match, uh, the match to end all match. No, no. But is it the most important of the night? Is it the biggest thing that's been built up? Yes. This is a really weird spot. And, and, and even just kind of thinking about it while, while you were talking about it, Andreas is that, it's always felt like, you know, whoever is the biggest star that WWE has to provide in one way, shape, or form, they can be a babyface, right? Yeah. John Cena, obviously. The Rock. And, and that's not to say, and, and Stone Cold. And that's not to say the Stone Cold and Rock didn't have, um, I, I think John Cena was just always babyface. Yeah. But The Rock and Stone Cold they were over as good guys. Roman has never, never, ever, ever, as much as Vince tried so hard to have Roman be over as a good guy. No one ever bought that, right? But Roman heel run is the best thing that WWE has going. And it's really, really good. Roman heel is really good and it took a while for him i mean everyone was like just have roman be a bad guy have roman be a bad guy everyone's booing him already roman is sleeping all the different things that came into roman reigns in his character and finally he's gotten to the acknowledge me state and it is so so good thing i worry about is if brock wins it breaks that whole thing. And if you want Roman to be your number one star and the guy that Triple H went on Stephen A. Smith this week, and and yes, it was Triple H's retirement, but the other thing that he mentioned was that Roman Reigns can be the biggest star, not just in WWE, but after WWE. Like he is there, he is carrying the mantle. And if he loses here, do you break that? There's a very real chance you break that by having Brock go over. That's why my prediction, I agree with Andreas. I think Roman wins. And I think Roman's holding up the two belts. And I think that crowd is booing the shit out of it. Because if you have to, because Roman is the best thing you have going. And Brock has been amazing as a baby face here. Roman is your guy. He is the horse you, you rode in on. You need to ride off with Roman Reigns. All right. So I asked you guys a question to finish this out. Sure. Both of you. If Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar, holds up both belts at Mania, day two, close the show. Is he the greatest heel run of all time outside of Hollywood Hogan? Hollywood Hogan, you're not, you're not going to mind. Mash. <laughs> like, that's, that's incredible. Is he second? I I will I will say no. And the, and the reason I say no is because a heel is as good as the babyface as they're going against. Babyface Brock is really Babyface Brock is big. really good and really big. And this is I feel like this is 
because Roman's been running through people, right? Like Finn, Finn Balor lost over BS cases and they were just like, God, nah, Roman won. It's all good, right? Like, because they just didn't view Finn as like that big of a baby face to be. But he beat Edge on the comeback. Yeah. And Dana Bryan. BDB. He beat KO in a, a great feud. Yeah. Oh, that was that, you fucking that, handcuffed to the thing, despite like, despite the the handcuff kerfuffle. Yeah, but like, but there, it was really good. He's had a good Jay Uso, the Family Feud, bend the knee. It is good. <laughs> it's it his second ba- best heel run ever. If no. he beats Babyface Brock, I don't think so. It's good. Dre, who no, you got? Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Ric Flair is a much better heel than Roman Reigns. Like, Roman's been an excellent heel. Yeah. But Ric Flair is like the king of the heel. The Dusty Rhodes feud. This motherfucker, Ric Flair. (laughs) Like, listen to this. Ric Flair was a heel. Wrestled Nikita Koloff in a steel cage. Yeah. And it basically turned him babyface when he wrestled Koloff. He gets jumped by... he gets jumped by the Russians. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes comes to save the day, and Ric Flair nut punches him, and the horsemen beat the shit out of Dusty Rhodes and break his legs. <laughs> there is no better heel run in history. They started throwing this shit in the ring. Than Hogan. I, I saw that on a documentary. They had to rush him out because they were going to really beat his ass. Like the crowd really wanted it. He broke Dusty's leg after <laughs> Dusty came to save him from the Russians <laughs> in the middle of the Cold, Cold War. War. The middle of the Cold War. He took a Russian baby there face. Is, yeah, you can't match that. Dude. No, he did. Hogan, he did. He did. Hogan's heel run was incredible. Flair <laughs> and then Ro- like Roman falls after that because but like it's up Rick there. Flair cheated. But, yeah, Ric Flair. <laughs> it's up there. there. But it's like there as, like, the, Rick, as the wise Rick person, Flair there's levels remarkable. for this. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. Funny. Rick Rick was on the, the oh, dude. My God. Then Rick formed the four horsemen yeah. through that, which is the greatest, like arguably the greatest faction of all time. Yeah. And he cheated all the fucking time. He called himself, I'm the dirtiest player in the game, <laughs> and he cheated all the, the time. fucking time. <laughs> Duh, there's no better heel that is than Ric Flair. And Hogan was great because it surprised the hell out of everybody yeah. because he cheated as well. But Flair, Hogan, Roman's there. In he's that in the midst. Roman, Roman, he's there because, you know, wasn't there Hunter? Triple H is there. Triple H is the, the, the power, the authority. Roman with him and Stephanie. That. I don't you know. know. Can, uh, if well, you count Vince as a talent, well, keep Vince him. may be... Above Roman, maybe. Well, Vince but, is above Roman. Yeah. Vince is one of the greatest heels ever in this business. Mm, but Vince, in the Vince, ring, like. Vince? Well, fuck that. No. But Vince is as a in character. general. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. made. Yeah. Made Austin. But I mean, but Triple, but Triple H marrying the boss's daughter, <laughs> having basically the reign of terror, right? And, and beating everybody and being a dolly did it. Because Triple H cheated a lot too. Him and Roman are in like the same thing because Triple H just had a long tenure with it. But yeah, Roman's up there for sure. But it, it, Flair and Hogan are like the standard of heels. And I think Savage. Which is incredible as well. because Hogan is the epitome of babyface and arguably the second best yeah. heel of all time. <laughs> like that's, that's somewhat ridiculous. 
to be both. Yeah. Ro- yeah. Ro- Roman's comp is, is H it's, it's Hunter. Like that's says that's, that's the level that we're talking about. I think as far as like, yeah. You know, I, like I tri- Triple H, no matter what, right above Hunter now, where wherever wherever the title was, right? And we were talking about Triple H before, like wherever that title is, Triple H's hands are somewhere on it. Whether it's through him directly, yeah. the thing where he has it a little bit over Roman, in my opinion, is that Triple H was able to put others over, especially in title pictures. Batista, early. See, see Batista, we're see early. Randy Orton. Um. Like Reigns hasn't had that kind of like protege. Reigns is like 36. So Hunter was like 36. Sure. Before he ever got a chance to put anyone over. That's that, that, and that's fair. So like, but Hunter I was like, like 40 when he started putting but, people but, over. But, but like, at the same time, one has done it. One has. Sure. Right. Sure. So sure. like Reigns hasn't necessarily had yeah. that person in his faction. No. What if it's I like mean, an Austin theory? I don't know. I'm just pulling things at him. Yeah. Here, I mean, but. there's, I mean, We'll see what Braun Breaker becomes, right? Like, Braun we'll Steiner. Uh, yes, fucking Rex Steiner. Thank you. Which should have I believe he has a 140% chance of beating wait, Dolph Ziggler. Here's somebody else. Roman's not a better heel yet because he hasn't had a stain run than Randy Orton. Yeah, he is. Already a better heel than Randy Orton. No. Yes, he is. This no. run is. No. If he beats Brock. And goes another 365, he's better than Randy Orton. Hands down. Hands look, down. look, Randy, I, I mentioned the Triple H feud. Randy Orton punt-kicking the McMahon family. The whole fucking Fine. family. <laughs> like, the legend killer? Come on, dog. Legend killer? The dope. legend killer? Legend killer was, legend killer was a great run. Like, and, the legend killer was incredible. And Randy the table, though, like, like, I understand we're living in this, look, look, but acknowledge me. Head of the table. Oh, it's great. Like, don't get me wrong, but here, here's here's where I differ with Randy. Randy, Randy's heel run coming off of Evolution, right? Like the the Legend Killer. Remember, he was babyface. He beat Benoit. Then the Hunter turned on. They turned back heel. But the sinisterness of Randy Orton's heel runs were always reliant on Randy Orton. The reason why the Roman Reigns thing really works on top of Roman being great is Paul Heyman has helped a ton yeah. to make this work. Randy's done that shit by himself. Randy's a guy who falls into character. Like Rome, the thing that Roman Roman's a very cool heel. Yeah. Randy's a sinister heel. That's fair. Like Rome, Roman hasn't given me that like, and not to say it's bad because I think Roman's a great heel, but I think, Randy Orton punt kicking like DDT and Stephanie and then like kissing her in front of Triple H. The motherfucker's nuts. It's I don't get that from Roman yet. It, it's it, not there yet. It takes any good heel run, it takes two to tango. I don't yes. know if Roman and, and Brock Babyface is good, but it's been more good in the sense of Brock seems to be the only one physically able to compete. With Roman Reigns, I feel like Roman Reigns has been built up physically, but there isn't that kind of mental edge that someone like a Randy Orton, someone like a Triple H, someone like a Ric Flair has been able to accomplish. And 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 I and I and Again, I don't think I don't think that's any fault to Roman. That might be more of a fault of the characters he's been placed. With. I understand the revisionist and the nostalgia. Of those. Mm. I understand. We have time to grow. We've seen where yep. they have gone. 
I understand that. When you add taglines and gimmicks like head of the table, acknowledge me. All of these things, making his cousin bow down to him, hell in the cell. You, you add all of these things as a collective. If you beat babyface Brock, not this moment, I understand. If you beat babyface Brock and you go on to hold the title, when you take that collection together, hmm. it's as big. Because in the moment, we don't have the McMahons as they were. So him punting the McMahons, I get it. The McMahons were the McMahons still. They were the authority then. But what you can do in today's climate and what you have today, I don't think you can do any better. There's only so much you can control. Does this make sense? Yeah, like he created catchphrases today for his reign. It's impeccable what he's been able to do as as a heel. No, it's great, but impeccable. But again, look, dude, Randy Orton RKO'd Mae Young. He did RKO. Like he he RKO'd Mae Young. All right. So all that said, cool. Roman Reigns legacy. We'll see after this weekend if he beats Brock Lesnar. Then we have a talking point because. We do Mount Rushmore's all the time. Maybe he's not one. Definitely not one. Dre sold me on Ric Flair. He's probably not better on Hollywood Hulk Hogan. But now we got spots three and four. Now we're getting a toss-up. This run is really great. and We'll see how he finishes this out after this weekend. Last question to both of you guys, and I'll answer myself before we get out of here. We'll make it quick. If you had to project what your final grade is going to be for WrestleMania. Now, before seeing it, what do you think your final grade would be? I'm going to be the optimist of the group. You know, I think this has the ability to be the worst WrestleMania of all time. But I'm going to say a C plus because my expectations are so low. I think my grade, my final grade will end up being a C plus. We'll see what we get next week. Cole, you go first. We'll save Dre for last because he's horrible. Mm. Overall, we just ran there through the whole card. Um, I'm going to give it C minus. It's not bad. We just did 14 matches. It's not bad. C minus. Like it, I'm, again, expectations playing part of that. That's not great. So could end up being worse. Could end up hating it even more. But maybe I'll be shocked. I'm praying for Edge and AJ Styles. That's all I got. If Stone Cold ends night one, I'm going to be hyped. So like... That will be cool. That, that'll help my grade. Dre. C minus. C minus. It's a... Uh, That's not bad from you. That's not bad from no. you. Because I think some of the matches will be better than we expected. Except, but the, the problem is, is like the women's tag match is, is bullshit. The yeah. Charlotte Ronda might actually be better than what we expected. But then we got so many matches on this card that just feel inconsequential and stupid. <laughs> Madcap um, Moss isn't going to deliver? <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, C minus. I'm going to say a C minus. If I give it a C, I won't be too surprised. 
Um, then I wouldn't be surprised to get the fucking show an F. But I don't think we'll get an F because I think at least Brock and Roman will deliver, and I think Edge and AJ Styles will deliver, and Bianca and Becky will deliver. So it won't be an F show. Um, so I'm going to go C minus. Yeah, having Stone Cold show up for the first time in like 20 years, not going to be. Not going to be. An no, not, not quite the first time he showed up in the last 20 years. I mean, he did. Yeah, he shows up. He shows oh, up. He a did lot. with Mick Foley, right? Well, like, no, he, no, he did the thing with, uh, who was it? Hulk and. Uh, Rock. 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 And then he showed up with Foley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he shows up. Occasionally. He shows up, but he doesn't do like stunners. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did one on the new day. What? And Xavier Woods took a mean stunner and sold it. Like hey, the late great hey, Scott Hall. Hey, though, let me tell you, though, something. Xavier Woods, that small package. <laughs> quality work. Yes, yes. Um, quality quality wrestlingmanship. Man, it's been a great pod. We're almost at three hours. So we appreciate all you guys for staying with us. Just giving a full breakdown of what we think is going to happen this week. When all the indie shows happen and everything else happens, I'll be sure to recap everything. Um, flood Twitter. Flood Twitter, if you made it through this entire show. Flood Twitter, send congrats to the old man, Andres Hale. Because by the time you guys hear this, or by the time I record the next podcast, he's probably off in, in being a father of two. So congrats to you, old man. Enjoy it. It's going to be fun. I have three of my own, five total. Um, currently, my oldest stepdaughter and my oldest daughter are running amok in my crib and uh it's an incredible journey so i can't wait to see you and multiple children it's going to be so fun um enjoy the entire process this is the last pregnancy process make sure you take it all in because i don't even remember them like now like i i feel so old like i it's so far removed enjoy these small moments man it's 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 fun yeah yeah so uh We'll see. We'll see. Baby comes when baby wants to come. So, uh, baby gonna come we're, soon. We're ready. Soon enough. Like, we encourage yeah. time. And then, I'll, and then I'll disappear for a little while. If I'm yeah. gone, all the listeners know I'm, I'm taking my two weeks off of paternity <laughs> to, to be a dad. Uh, my, my, my one question is, is like, at what point in the uh, delivery process does like Andreas's wrestling brain turn on and he just Jeff Hardy's? Jeff. So, it's like, is it like when you're getting in the car and you just gotta like, you gotta break down the music going in the hospital? Break down the music. Yeah, as soon as the baby comes out, like the first yell. Yeah, that's when it comes out. Dude's got, dude, 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 just, it just got to horny it up for the first yell from, from the baby. So, Andres, nah. what are you doing? Things are happening. Yeah, that's it. You cut the yeah. cord. As soon as you cut the cord, <laughs> don't even give the scissors back. Hey. Just hardy it with one hand and the scissors in the you other gotta, hand. You, you just hardy got a hardy. <laughs> that's it. That's that's no, like yep. the run in. Yes. Like, yo, well, sorry, wife. I know I should hand you the baby, but right now a, it's time to dance. A early congratulations to one Andreas Hill. Yes. So um thank yeah. you guys all for listening. As always, I'll make this exit short and sweet. Make sure you follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube Corner Podcast on there for all the videos. Thank you, producer Cole Baby, for joining us. Today, shout out to Blue Wire Studios, everyone here at the Wynn Resort Hotel in Las Vegas, everyone in the booth for sure. Luis, filling in today. It was a long one. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. We appreciate everyone. Until next time, we're out. Peace.
Peace. On the